This is Good Riddance the Podcast. And we're back. I know it sounds weird, right, to get started this way? As you can see. Um, they can't see us, sir. I'm sorry. Well, they can hear us, I guess yeah. I could say, right? Yeah. Well, uh, as uh, you know, this is uh, your boy Jay. You know, and I'm over here with Mr. Nate. Yeah, we uh, we flipped it. It's yeah, like me and I have. It's yeah. This is a unique one. This is a unique <laughs> one. You know, my boy, I've had uh, had some business to attend to, and uh, this is the first time. In what it took 37 episodes. 37 episodes. I think you're avoiding me. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> well, now there's no running. That's my PO. What's going on? The, the, there's no running now. All right. Yeah, you're locked in now. Oh hell yeah, man. Uh huh. Nah, man. But you know, it's good though. It's good though. You know, he had a. Uh, I'm always the one that normally has shit to get done, and today it looks like I was a free one. Hey, look at that. Ain't that some shit, right? Mm-hmm. But take it, uh, take it where we take it. But yeah, you know what, man? I don't know, man. You know, this week has been wild. This week has been wild. Have you, have you felt the week being weird at all? Uh, I mean, my every day is weird for me, man. I don't every live, day? I live a very strange life, to be <laughs> honest. I don't, live, I don't live the modern man's life. I'm, well, a, I'm, I'm a bit of a, uh, uh, what would you call me? Uh, Renaissance man, maybe. Renaissance man, go yeah. define that a little bit so that so that I could understand a little bit better what that would mean. It's more of like um, a man living by his own kind of path, like his own, like not taking the, the standard path, kind of going more more cultural arts. So is creation it, of things? Is it kind of like that? Uh, I don't know if you remember that commercial. They used to have a commercial of like a bunch of uh, people in suits, mm-hmm. you know, walking in the street. Like there's a thousand people walking one direction. And it always was this one, one motherfucker who way. just turned around and yeah. fucked up the whole thing. Or you could say like, he's the only one going in the right direction. It, it could be right. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's you're, to say? You're right. You're right. Yeah. All I saw was he was he was evading traffic, and in my in where I come from, that's illegal. Ah, well. So, <laughs> so would you say that's a Renaissance man? I mean, potentially. I mean, you start a revolution like that, you never know. Holy shit, that's true. Yeah. Well, that was the whole idea with the commercial, right? It was supposed to help people change well, their mind a bit. It's kind of funny you bring that up because I've actually had this. Uh, I may have talked about it last time, but I'm not sure. Um, my days are full of often philosophical ideas, so I lose track of them. And excitement. Um, Can't forget about excitement. Well, a little bit here and there. Um, I was talking to my buddy today. We had a production meeting, and, and um, as we're talking, we're talking about it. He's talking about his iPhone. Okay. Right? And he was talking about something else, and politics got involved. and. It came down to, I've realized recently that we are in a cult of, we're in a multi-cult culture. Multi-cult culture. Yeah. Okay. So basically what that means is you, it's like a Venn diagram of different parts of your life. Okay. Right? Yeah. But they're, each one of them can kind of be su- uh, um, given a category of a different kind of cult. I'll give you an example. Um, you work for a, a corporation. Right. Right. That is in itself almost it's a cult-like uh, environment right yeah yeah you so, can get, I, I could vouch for that right so there's an um there's actually a thing called the bite model which identifies cults and on a scale yeah i've actually read about that yeah so okay. um it's behavior control it's identity uh, information control um uh, what's the t uh sounds like the government something control and then environment so basically it's the idea of like a level of uh of control that you, that this cult has over your behaviors right right or your, your, your identity. Yeah, what you're allowed to do culturally, things like that. Gotcha. Um, 
so your your work environment is like that. So there's a there's different kind of cultures in in your in work environment. One mm-hmm. of them maybe um, you kind of have a lot of liberties to do things you would want to do. Or then there's there's more of a corporate culture, which is kind of more popular, which is do it our way. Our way is the right way. No matter what you think about it, that's the only way to do it because that's how we decided we're going to do it. Right. So. We want you to be rah rah, yeah. Go go corporation. We're the best corporation on the, in the land. Oh yeah. Right. There's there's a lot of that cheerleading that goes on. There's a lot of that kind of thing. But then it goes to your sports teams. That's its own cult of culture, right? It's a cult of like that's my team. Those are my those are my people. That's my that's my boy right there. That's like my coach is a shit. You guys all suck. It's my team, my team, my team. Everybody who sucks compared to right. Yeah, it's my boy so, blue. Yeah, so it's my boy blue. That's right. Uh, so it's it's that kind of uh, mentality. Then you have politics. You have that's like that's my I identify as that this you know Democrat Republican uh, conservative liberal yeah uh, I, I have a label and that label defines me and I am in that label and I have to support my team because my team is right that <laughs> culture right then you have as simple as like the phone you have it's like well mine's the best phone because I have it not it's the best phone because it does all these these certain things that benefit my life in a certain way. Right. I have my phone and my I identify my my life with my phone because my life is on my phone. Then there's in your Instagram cult. Then there's you see what I'm saying like you're you're literally just a, a bunch of different cults and that's your identity. That's very true, man. It's fucking it's it, it freaks me out. Does it? Why does it freak you out though? Because the idea of a cult is someone else's ideas, right? I mean, not your own. Would it be? I mean, well, there is, it's not. You don't could, have. Could, could it truly be just someone else's idea, not a collective amount of people's ideas that code that well, starts I mean, developing along the way? And you just kind of fall fo- for we it. Follow like it's that whole thing of like walking, you know, a bunch of guys in suits. The idea is the visual there is the working working class, the working class, a, right? But it's also kind of the white collar working class, not mm-hmm. you know, men's with hammers and construction guys. It's it's you know, it's the doldrums. Those guys. It's the doldrums of the corporate world, right? right. We all gotta wear a suit. Why? Why is it a suit we have to wear, right? That's the that that's the culture of it looks the, good. Well uh. I mean that we we've we've identified a guy in a suit as a as a as a man of importance. Right? So we that cult like with with uh, some religions, certain attires are like the Mormons with a white shirt and a black tie and a little puck. Yeah. Like we we give uniforms to cults. Cults, That's ha- true. cults have their own uniforms, right? And they identify themselves differently that way. Like, um, you know, it's we all like sports teams have their. There's this. It's all kind of inherent, right? There's the tribalism of like, well, you know, they're I'm from L.A., so everyone from New York sucks. Like it's just <laughs> right, this right. built-in thing that that our culture, our society has like morph into it because i don't think it, i mean it, it, it's been like this for a long time i would assume it's probably part of our nature yeah but, but I, I feel like nowadays the corporations have kind of they've taken that identity and now we're an apple family or we only drive nissans or you know what i mean there's like this idea of like the corporation goes into this idea this model of we are your you identify as us not the other way around right so they're identifying as a brand like you're a, you know, a Jack Daniels guy. Well, yeah. sure, you like Jack Daniels, but why are you a guy? Why are that corporation dash guy? So it's a way for us to kind of absorb all these labels because it helps identify and categorize it in culture, right? So I, I guess in Notion, I mean, yeah, you, make, you make a very good point about that. So, I mean, you mentioned it, it kind of freaks you out, though. It does freak me in, out. In that sense. I mean, what? It, so I, I guess, what is it about... Well, I guess, a, I guess a, if I it's your like perspective, 
Well, I mean, of course not, right? I mean, but I mean, think about it this way. I mean, what what has happened, I guess, in your life that you can say that you probably fell into this category and barely realized it? Well, a lot of I can I can point to a lot of different arenas. One of them being uh, formerly religious and then now not. I see the I see the the kind of the brainwashing aspects of things mm-hmm. of like convincing people things are good when they're not. Um, um, the bite model is one of those things where if you if you look at like there's a, a, a documentary I was watching about these atheists that go to highly religious. Um, almost like theological or um, uh, theocracies, essentially, like Israel, okay. right? Yeah. Palestine. Yeah. Where the, the, the deep religion. Yeah. yeah, well, the trick is is with them um, is some of them are not even actual um, governmental laws. They're just societal ones, right? Okay. So um, Israel's a great example because um, well, basically the idea was is in this documentary there was like, um, actually it wasn't a documentary, it was like a YouTube show, but... Um, they it was an, a former Christian atheist. Okay. It was a former uh, Muslim atheist and a former Jewish atheist. Now the best he, of three. There was a, there was the three. Okay. The Jewish um, uh, person was was uh, was a trans woman, okay. uh, a trans man I should say. She was uh, one who identifies as a man, um, and they were talking about her growing up in this. Re, it's like an orthodox orthodox Jewish neighborhood. Okay. And they have. No television, no radio, no internet, no cell phones, no nothing. They're just they they've locked themselves off from society. Like, like Amish kind of thing. A very Amish like, but okay. they still have electronics and they have all this stuff. I got um, you. They live in a very Jewish, um, uh, Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. And um, when she was growing up, her dad was not Orthodox Jew. He was he's married into it, and so he didn't. He wasn't raised in this little community in the mm. way they, in the way they do. So things. he had to adapt. So he had to adapt. But what happened is 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 everything is kind of based on, it's almost like a rat culture, like they rat on each other. It's almost like, I, I, I saw you doing this the other day, and then the whole neighborhood knows, right? And snitches get stitches. Yes. So yeah. an example that the, this um, this Jewish uh, man we were talking about was when he was young, his dad would take him to the park and play with him. Okay. Because of that, they weren't allowed to go to a certain school because the school was in this neighborhood, but that's not a dad's responsibility. Fathers don't do that stuff. Take kids to go play. Yes. That's not something that, that men do. So he was semi-shunned, and shunning is a part of being in a cult. Of course. Um, and he was shunned because he was doing something with a child, and that's a, that's a motherly duty, to rear the children. So here's the fucked up part. Uh-huh. In this culture, that this, this uh, extreme Orthodox Jewish culture, the men don't work. They don't have jobs. All they do is learn the religion. The women all have, are the breadwinners. They're the only ones that work. But they also are in charge of raising the children. They have no, they have no formal education. They can only get uh, education in a, in a, in um, like a, you know, sewing or that kind of stuff. But they're also in charge of doing the dishes and doing the laundry and rearing the children, raising the children, changing diapers and all that stuff. And your job as a man is to go to the temples and just learn all day, every day, and hang out with the bros. Women are so low on the totem pole that um, around this neighborhood, the way that they um, kind of, they have their own newspaper and stuff like that, but the way that they kind of disperse information is Uh they plaster it on the side of buildings. That's old school, man. Yeah, it's old school because they don't have, they don't have, like, they don't have a, you know, a radio or anything. So if they want to talk, they want to talk about something, it's post... But everything that's on there is like women are too um, 
Uh, nowadays, women don't dress properly, and all the women have to wear certain clothes. Like they only can shop in one place, and that one place, like so, there is unbelievable behavior controls. You can't dress a certain way. You can't um, talk to certain people. And what was crazy is this: this trans person mm-hmm. was more accepted being trans than they were atheists. Like she couldn't say that she was an atheist in this community, but she could say she was trans, and they were just like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's how their culture has perceived it. Atheism, like a non-belief in a god, is the far worst thing you can be. Then it's, you know, a transgender person potentially. Then it's a woman. Then it's a man. Like, man is the best thing you can be in this culture. Hmm. Right? So. So what you're saying is that uh, have a good chance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, it's intriguing. I yeah, mean, that's very, very intriguing. Let, let, let me kind of ask this, you know, because I've been noticing this very, very often, mm-hmm. and it's been catching my attention very much. Because as, as I'm sure we both could agree, that's extremist, right? I mean, that that would be something that we would both consider to say, you know what? From our perspective, that seems crazy. But from their perspective, we seem crazy. And you know, I I think that, um, you know, I guess I guess you know, like when when we talk crazy, you know, it's What's the word I'm trying to look for, or best explanation? It's because nowadays you can't really pe- you can't really say people are crazy. Yeah, that's another thing too. It's, you know, because it, it has a derogatory like mental it, health issue versus. Yeah, so but you, you can say, I can say that things things are crazy. Yeah, I mean, are, it, are you sure that things won't get offended? Things might get offended. I, mean, I, well, I, I yeah, they, know, they know where to find me. I mean, yeah, God forbid, man. You know, you get you get a little knock on the door, man. Right. One of your skulls with you know, with a little subpoena talking about, <laughs> I feel offended. Well, apparently now you don't have to follow subpoenas, so I guess that that's all the window. I heard about that, too. Fucking bullshit. That's funny, right? Jesus Christ, dude. Don't get me started. <laughs> but, you know, it's because the reason why I'm thinking about that, man, is because it's either, why can't it all be in the middle? I just don't get that part. It's either you're way too extreme on, like, let's say, like, the woman perspective, sure. right? It's either you're too, uh, you, you hold the woman down too much, mm-hmm. but then on the other side, you can also put, that woman concept way too high. Yeah, you can. I mean, there's cultures where women and are women are like the the, the yeah. matriarchal, so the, the roles are flipped. But it's and some some might say in some of those communities, like there's uh, some uh, Amazon Amazonian kind of cultures and things like that. Yeah, they've studied them, and the women literally run the show. But and and I, I mean, I don't mind. It's just that you know the whole the whole idea would be, why do what I mean like. Um, I don't want to say superiority. I mean, because I, I I do believe that there has to be some form of dominance, and at least at least in a household, where for for you have to have yin and yang. I mean, you have to have the the differences. But I'm talking I about I would well. This is where I get into the nitpicky of like yeah. have to. And there's like there's no one way to do anything, right? The right way. That's true. So I would say that there like the, for some healthy relationships because there's. For every variety of people, there's a combination of those people, and right. and there are people who like you know getting their balls kicked by by dominatrix, and then you know what I mean, and that's their oh, thing. Damn. At the same time, there's 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 women who do like would you know rather work than ever have a child. So it's these it's like labeling like generalizing these large bodies of of, of society yeah. is so challenging. It is, and it's like saying, well, if we did this, then th- like if if we put this kind of gender role of application that's the best one there's no there's, that makes literally that makes no sense on its face you know what I mean you know I, I just think that if we all had more common sense it would work out well I, I'll, here's another trick is common sense people think they have it when they don't and people who have it are 
either really frustrated because no one else does, or when we see common sense and we point it out, no one pays attention. I think I think that's a big one. Because, I mean, like, you know, I was actually reading this report, man, because uh, I was just really hyped over, like, uh, you know, fight night. Sure. I saw the fight. It was, you know, it, it was a really good fight. But what, what caught my attention was that there was this uh, this particular article, which, you know, uh, it, it's through UFC, right, that I guess, you know, they were talking to Dana White sure. about um, a transgender male, mm-hmm. now female. Mm-hmm. Fighting in the UFC. Fighting, well, fight, I mean, uh, uh, fighting yeah, mar- uh, mixed yeah, martial arts. Yeah, doing mixed martial yeah. arts and then wants to go to the UFC. Yeah. And, you know. And that's where that's where the situation gets issued because now you're not talking about gender. You're talking about biology. Yes. And and that, that's where, you know, that, and that's what I mean. Where, where's the common sense in that? I mean, like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where by all means go ahead and do it, but – uh, like, do, how there do I say? To, there has to be two willing partners in that scenario. Well, though. no, not even you know not, I mean? not even that, man. Because like, there, there, there's always going to be the egotistic person sure. that that's like the woman, right? Yeah, that yeah. said, anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, of course. Right. So th- we we've seen it, and it's been proven that a yeah. woman will be willing to compete against a man yeah. just as long as he can prove themselves. Yeah. But in this case scenario, like, um, what was it, man? I, uh, <laughs> what was it? I think it was Joe Rogan who uh, who posted something like this that there was a there was a dude who identified as woman. Yeah. And then basically ended up shredding the the weightlifting contest, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just blew everyone. <laughs> everyone. Well, I mean, if people don't know the kind of the the, the why behind the what on that is, is biologically men have different like bone oh, structures and bone densities, and we're just designed to lift heavy shit because as is as, as our ancestry goes back and our and our evolution has gone back, heavy shit's how we survived. Like right, moving big logs around, you know, pushing rocks up hills. Like that's how like getting beat by yeah. animals, you know. Yeah. yeah. So we had to outrun them. We had to, and at the same time, was we had to protect against our other other tribes. And so fighting and all this stuff has always been part of our nature. And the women often weren't the warriors; they were often the child rearers. But in those tiny little cultures, that wasn't because they chose that. That was because that's how they survived. And as we've expanded and our civilizations has grown, all this has changed. Now you have like you have people, who, men who are super frail because they're genetically disposed to be like less mass, less like you know upper body strength, less like muscle strength. So yeah. like like you wouldn't pick a chess player and put him in the UFC. That'd be fucked up, right? That'd I mean, be very fucked you up. Sh- that, that guy may be able to train his whole life in UFC, doing UFC training, and be able to and be able to fight. But then Brock Lesnar walks in. Shreds him, and it's like that guy was built by Icelandic, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> nor- Nordic chisels. He was born. He, he, what is it? he was built by the North gods. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, the, like, the, like the idea is, is we can't. But I mean, there's got to be common sense there, right? There has to be common sense, but at the same time, it's almost like, like the other thing we looked at too is obviously the UFC is a business, and they want and having that fight, it would be a spectacle. But turning it into a circus is something you don't want to do because then you're exploiting, right? So there's this there's this balance of like exploitation entertainment, and then there's a balance of like, like, if this transgender man wants to f- uh, woman wants to fight in the UFC, right? That has to be a conversation. Who was willing to fight her at that at that point, right? It has to be someone in the weight class. It has to be. There's all these other different things. But then if you give the see my my thing is that if you give the opportunity, yeah. right? If you put that into play, yeah. If you do not grant the fights in which this person wants, it can be considered 
Well, there has to be like, and, and I get what you're like, you saying. saying the, like, legal, the legal aspect yeah, of like, like not, but what I would say is, is that person has to start out from the bottom and work their way up because well, they, I mean, it, it's not even that. I mean, look, the, the 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 way I see it is that okay, you know, I mean. And, and that's why that, that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there's got to be some common sense. Like, I mean, if you look, I wouldn't mind. Like, let's say, for example, if you had, let's say, a hundred, uh, you know, uh, men who decided to turn women, right? Yeah. They, they, that that right there. Yeah. And then you make a competition amongst them. Yeah. But hey, that's perfect because that's no different from a man competing with a man and a yeah. woman competing with a woman. Yeah. You know, biologically, that there's more advantages and more competitiveness built into it. In comparison to. You know, like uh, then, you know, because if we flip it, let's yeah. say if the woman becomes male, transgender, yeah. right, yeah. goes into the ring with a Tyson-like person, sure, and then something really bad happens. Yeah, whose fault is it? Well, it's it's always the fighter's fault because they always have the right. They have the right. To, they voluntarily and they write off their. their they give away their rights to if any, any yeah, injury mean, comes to me. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but I mean, but there has to be some sense of responsibility as 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 a humanity, you know. Like, okay, look, there well, has to be at like the same time. One people, thing is a gladiator fight. Some where, people like, would to say the death. UFC is not a humane thing to begin with. <laughs> so well, it, it's a pure sport, you but know. I, I, for, Less according, injuries than actually uh, most course, most sports in general. But, I, but you can see where some would say, yeah, this of is, course, this is just a brutal, like savage, it's a pointless, savage thing. We're we're beyond this in humanity. And so there's 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 an argument there too. You can pretty much argue anything nowadays, which is I find awesome because I like arguing and discussing things. But um, how but valid is the, the argument is the question. See, that's a problem. Yeah. See, the fact that we have that ability now, yeah. the people that don't have the common sense well, make these fucking arguments a piece of shit show. Well, I, I would, I would say that people believe in believe things for bad reasons all the time. Like literally, that's that's ninety percent of our culture. Is believing in things for bad reasons because they don't know how to. We never, we, as a society, as a, as a as a culture, we have not been taught how to think. We've been taught how to believe. Like this is why this this multi-culture thing is is such a big deal to me is because it has not our culture has been taught to consume. Has not been taught to critically think. But now let me ask you this much though. So now you know kind of, kind of jumping into that category of things. You know, where common sense is still kind of kicking through. Yeah. So is it safe to say that because you're raised poor, it's okay for you to stay poor? I mean, Would that be a... Well, here's my thing is being poor is not a negative or a positive. It's no, just a reality. I'm, right. So you take it, take, take it into effect. You know, not using it in a negative fashion or not even using it in a positive fashion. Yeah. But realistically speaking, I guess in a sense, right? If you had the opportunity or the choice to sleep a, in a nice bed like you do, or to sleep outside in the cold. But hypothetically speaking, course, what, what do you think would be a better choice for you? What, what would you prefer? I also like to go camping. No, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so you say but, saying, but again, like, but when you camp, you know, yeah. you have like nice little, you know, you have your little little wrap around. You got your little yeah, tent. Whatever. You're not being harassed when you're being yeah. tent. You know what I mean? So it, it, no one would choose to live in poverty the way we see it now. Okay, so we but could agree are, with that. There, but there are people who live modest lives on purpose, making very minimal money. Um, living like you know a very modest life, and some would say that's you know they don't have a lot of money, but they have a happier life. So well, I, I want a happy life. I, I want guess, a content life. I don't care about the. I guess here's here's a line I would put. Okay. So let's say for example, like because uh, in that concept, right? Yeah. You can tell when somebody's living a modest life. You can tell by their demeanor. 
You can tell by the way that they talk to you. Possibly. You can tell. Sure. Well, I mean, I generally every every person I've, I've I've spoken to, I've analyzed in any kind of way. Most people that are self satisfied, which is a fantastic thing, by the way. Of course, you know, nothing negative in that. You should aim for exactly because once you're self satisfied, you basically are enjoyable to yourself in whatever environment which you're in, and sure. you can appreciate everything you have, which is the best thing I think you could possibly do. Yeah. So, but the thing is that not everybody fills fills that gap. I mean, there's a huge amounts of people that want to have that type of gap yeah. or that that type of uh, fulfillment yeah but they can't get it so they assume money's the only way and then they work well, they're their, also you know, the culture has taught them and, and basically shoved it down their throat that how you are happy is by buying and consuming so and that's and what goes the, to this having the cost of con- uh, the money to consume precisely yeah. so with that now so keep it in mind we're consumers, yeah, right. We're, we're, and then someone else is producing. Is a consumer culture, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, basically, we, you know, the majority of us are consumers, and then there's somebody out there doing the producing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now, in many cases, I've, I've been I've been hearing often, I've, or I've always had this conversation with people in general, where they tell me, "Hey, you know what, man? Fuck the dudes, you know, or or fuck the corporations on top. They're the ones screwing us over. They're the ones killing us down and all that yeah. kind of shit, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and there's a lot of facts behind that. Sure. You know, no doubt about it, but. Is it can we really continue to blame, you know, these uh, these producers if we still continue to choose to be the consumer? Um, yes and no. And it's a it's a nuanced answer. It's not a hard hard yes or hard no. The idea is mm-hmm. is we live in a uh, a culture has been groomed essentially by powerful corporations who control lobbyist groups who can. Uh, um, flex political power, right? And so, in that, like a good example would be the the bank bailouts. You know what I mean? Oh, the good old a, bailouts. Yeah. So, if you think about it, like Barack Obama during like to to get us out of this crisis that the banks put us in, like they literally did it literally on purpose because it made them a little bit more money at the time. Not thinking, oh, what is this going to do to a, an economy for ten years, and how's it going to affect the people of that economy for ten years plus? Right, and still affects us to this day. Yep. So the solution was, well, we can't not have giant corporate corporate banks that, that fund elections. So let's give money, and we'll bail out the banks. We'll f- we'll give a subsidy, a cash flow to them that they didn't earn. They've actually, you know, if anything, they they didn't earn, like they shouldn't have gotten it at all. And they've earned it for being good people. Yeah. <laughs> According to them. Um, but then what happened? So then they got this influx of cash, right? The economy starts to pick up a little bit, starts to grow a little bit. But the little man, the man on the little man on the totem pole, the average man, the old working Joe, his job wages don't increase. Inflation hits him. Inflation hits him. Um, you have, uh, you know, these overseas, like all these companies going overseas and sending their work over there. Yeah. It's all related. It's all one thing. It's because these giant Corporations do not care about us. They care about their profit margins, right? So when the banks get bailed out, this all could have been fixed. John Stewart had the best fucking line during that time, that time period. He's like, if we're willing to bail out the banks and put money into the banks, what happens if you give that money to the people? Where do they fucking put their money? It's In the fucking around. bank. So the banks get the money, but we give it to the people to spend it first so that they can pull the country up. And they put it right back and where they, they got it right. from. And now we're going through the same shit again. 
right? Yeah. The banks are all fucking up. I mean, the 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 Bank of America scandals, like the Wells Fargo scandals, they're funding like like oil pipelines, and they're just they're just fucking us over again. And we're watching it happen to us. So where these corporations have gotten all the power is because they have the influence that we don't have. Citizens United was the worst decision that was one of the worst decisions ever, uh, like handed down from the Supreme Court ever. Because mm-hmm. what it did is it says, oh, multi multi like national corporations with billions of dollars and tons of lobbyist groups, uh, you're people too, and people in this country have votes. But how do you speak as a as an, as one entity with no voice? You don't have any vocal cords because you're not a fucking person, right? Cash. So your money is now covered under freedom of speech. It's fucking bullshit. Man. For any of you guys that did not understand that, money fucking talks. Straight. Movies have been telling you this shit for right. many, many moons. You guys don't fucking listen. It's, God it's, damn. It's, it drives me absolutely insane because it's this thing where, like, we rely on... Our, our civilization is, is within... Like, right now, if, if you had a $400 accident... Like that, something like a, a, your car engine explodes or whatever it is, right? right? Or an emergency. The average American can't handle a four hundred dollar tragedy. It sinks their ship. That's very true. Sinks their ship. And where, what, where, what do you do if you have if you're four hundred dollars, right? The the worst thing you can do is the thing that most of us only have access to: payday loans. Which is why, you know, let me let me let me hop on that for a second. Yeah, this is kind of your field of expertise. You know, because uh, uh, there's a lot of people out there, man, that generally, and you know, it's sad to see it, but you know, the fact that you brought that up is very, very crucial, because in my world, right, of, of seeing people and the things that they do, it's almost incredible how they get fucked in different directions. In the worst part, in the worst times of their life, often. Yeah, in the worst times of their lives, often. But the crazy part about it is that I swear to you, when I tell you this, man, there's a piece of me that stopped giving a fuck. I'm gonna tell you why. So, you get a payday loan, right? Average payday loans will charge you. Let's say if you end up getting 200 bucks, yeah, right. They'll tell you, hey, look, we're gonna it's give 20, you 200 bucks. bucks or we're gonna charge you 45, right? 45 bucks, you pay us back in two weeks. Yep. Cool. No problem. Let's make it happen. Yep. You're like, wow, 45 bucks for 200 bucks? I'll take it. You take the money. Two weeks later, you get the little misly ass check direct deposit into your account. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Wait, did you forget? You owe us 245. Yeah. Boop, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, shit. I only got paid 300 bucks from my misly ass check. Yep. Okay, so now, mathematically speaking, uh, let me see. I got to do, still do some laundry. I gotta pay my light bill. Gotta pay the oh shit. How am I gonna make this? With the interest in the, you know, on the payday loan. Well, I mean the forty five bucks. I mean I'm I'm being I'm being modest on on some of these payday sure. loans. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about best case scenario because the average is like five hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm going best case scenario yeah. forty five bucks yeah. right flat. Yeah. You know. So then you consider those types of things, and the next thing you know you say you know that's what if you make the payment. Yeah, that's if you make the payment. Yeah. So then you come up with the bright idea. You say you know what. Instead of using the last 50-ish bucks I got, let me just get another payday loan. I'll have some money, and I'll yeah. be able to survive no problem. Yeah. So you do this again. 
you, know, you don't take it out as, as much this time because you, 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 no, you, it, that's the problem. Yeah. People are fucking stupid. Yeah. They will take the exact same amount or more or less because guess what? Way. They have fifty bucks now. They say yeah. if I add another two hundred bucks to it, now I have two fifty. Mm-hmm. This is fucking good. Yeah. So then what happens? They get two fifty. They start spending, and then holy fuck! Right when they got the payday loan, and right when everything is going good, one week along the way, how the fuck did you forget? You only make three hundred dollars. <laughs> that not only that, but you got a fucking car note coming out of your fucking account. Oh yeah. Oh shit! Wow. Now your account is overdrawn because mm-hmm. now you took your money out. Mm-hmm. We paid that hundred and fifty dollar car loan that you have. Yep. And now we just charge you thirty five bucks for overdrawing your account. Yep. Oh wait. But now you have to wait for your payday loan. Oh, and um, uh, you find out that your dog has to go to the vet because it has a cyst. A fucking cyst. So then you get a bright idea to say, let me take that shit off myself. Yeah. I can do it. And then your dog dies. And then your dog fucking dies. And now you, instead of paying for a fucking hundred fifty dollars for a dog. Exactly. It's a snowball. You went from 150 to a thousand fucking dollars because yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, but to, to, to the point that I'm trying to make. But that's the last resource, so they're not dumb. This is well, desperate. Desperate is different. There's a di- and I, and there I, are I, some people who proactively are dumb, but there are some people who are just unfortunately desperate. I could agree with the fact of desperate because I've seen desperate, yeah. and I could respect desperate, yeah. okay? Because one thing that I do know, there's people that I've seen that they just have a case of bad luck, okay? I'm not a real big believer in luck, just to, to, to kind of put that in. Hard times. Life's, but, life's fucking hard. I mean, yeah. Life's realities. Let's call it that. Yeah, life's realities. Reality stuff. So there's some people that go out there, they literally, they work, they try to do, they, they try to like do like seven, eight fucking jobs, somehow, some fucking way, something always happens where they, it just never makes ends meet and they're yeah. always on the negative end of the stick. Yeah. I feel for those people because they're not badly spending their money. They're doing it to keep, to stay above water. Yeah. But at least out of everybody that I've met, at least a good 90% are a fucking fool. Well, that's because we're also not taught how to how to save, how to do like how to. Well, it's because, but the, but that's the problem right there, though. That's I, another avenue. I, I have a strong belief system on that piece of it. At the end of the day, just like with anything else, man, we're not taught. Not taught that fucking it's fire not, can burn the fuck out of you, but when you touch it, you fucking learn the it's shit. Not emphasized at all. But would you agree? At the end of the day, when you were a kid, you were never taught. Hey, don't touch fire. You just oh look at this shit. This shit's like, boop. Damn. Well, it's one of those things where you got to you have to experience either. Like you you burn tip of your finger on something like a like a lighter when I was a kid you played lighter oh if it burns hot. and the fucking lighter pops because yeah, you had yeah, the cheap ass one yeah, yeah, yeah. I got happened so, all the time yeah so it's it's but it's, the whole idea here is is base of knowledge is full of it's a it's a fucking pothole filled street right mm-hmm. there's just giant gaps and no one's filling them and then when they are being filled they're filled by dumb shit that, that doesn't belong in that hole. But do people always have to be the ones to fill it? Does it always have to be someone else to do it for you? Well, there's I, I'm a I'm the, I mean you know me I I am a proprietor of learning myself. I like of to, course I like to teach myself new things, but at the same time is is I have the want and desire to learn, and some people don't. But see what what, what gets me aggravated with society, man. And you know I was actually reading this. You ever read that thing, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad? I've heard of it. I've never read of the, it. I, I, his last name Kawasaki, like the fucking motorcycle and shit, right? Or maybe I pronounced the name all fucked up. I probably messed up. My bad. Anyway. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do the old Google search. Yeah, check that so out. It, it was... Uh, yeah, Who wrote Rich Man Poor Dad? Let's see. Robert Kiyosaki. 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 Oh, damn. I fucked that one. <laughs> You're pretty close. You're pretty close. Good deal. So yeah. 
So the thing was that, and um, you know, so I've I've read, I've read a lot of his stuff, right? But there was an interview he had to be more specific, you know, to where I got it from. Where, you know, the dude tells him, you know, he the, somebody asked the guy, he says, hey, you know, do you think that the rich should always help the poor? You know, common, you know, like, a, well, not common sense. Common ground, per se, right? Yeah. You know, if anybody has money and they're rich and stuff like that, like, you know, the poor people, I mean, the, the us modest people will say, yeah, we should help them. We yeah, should always do them. Yeah. You know, he says, no. He said, we shouldn't. And then, you know, it kind of caught, caught, you know, caught him off sure. guard a little bit. He says, you mind explaining why? Yeah. And his answer was very unique in the sense that it actually made me understand something. Was it a pull them, they need to pull themselves up by the bootstraps kind of mentality? Uh, in a slight fashion, but he, here's a catch. Because now we're, now we're going based on society conversation, sure. not just a one-ons, right? Yeah. Because as we said, right, society basically develops itself and then society, you know, perceives things to be correct or okay, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it may be, right? Culture. It's never just one Culture person. perspective. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So the thing was that he says, think about it this way. You have one poor person right in front of you, right, yeah. today. Yeah. You give him a million dollars. Say, hey, go do something special. Sure. Go work. He got a million dollars. He left. A block, a block from here, all of a sudden there's another poor person saying, mm-hmm. oh, he just got a fucking million dollars yeah. for being poor. I'm not poor, but like I'm close to it. Sure. Let me go to this motherfucker and let me ask too. Sure. And then you give this person, you know what? All right, fuck it. I can't do this all the time, but here, I'll give you a million dollars. Yeah. Go do what you got to do. He said, by the following morning, you're guaranteed to at least have 100,000 people outside ready to beg you for a million dollars a pop. And it's a societal factor, whereas it's not the it's I'm not punch so. A hole in this when you're done, just yeah. <laughs> and, and again, this isn't this isn't a hundred percent statistic. But, but you're, you're telling you're, you're talking about this guy's argument. For yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he pretty much explained. I mean, you know, because uh, again, I can't remember the exact conversation itself. Yeah. You know, but the the general essence speaking. of it all was yeah. The general speaking was, in the end, for the most part, and it's been you know it's been shown in different variety of ways. You know. It goes back to the original term, which is you can give the man a fish yes, and he can eat for a day. Teach him how to fish. And if you teach him how to fish, he can eat for life. Yeah. That's the concept. And the only problem is that when you hand out shit to people every fucking time, it becomes a habit. Teach, you're not teaching them. Bingo. Yeah. So that was his concept. He says, sure. if you hand out and you give away free shit to people, people are naturally grateful for the moment yeah. because you took him out of that moment at that second. But the next day, guess what? They're hungry again. Yeah. And because of that, they don't know how to be grateful for what they had prior. Yeah. So then they become angry at you because you have what they can't provide for themselves. So here's how I would perceive this concept that the teach a man a fish and giving poor people money and, and making it worse for them in the long run, right? The immediate gratification, but then you're like, they're still not satisfied. Kind of yeah, it's, it's, it's a long term, uh, you know, so I have, fuck I have tart, as say. Mul- multiple, uh, I would say arguments, but like thoughts. So one of them is universal basic income. Uh, another one would be... Wait a um, minute, I'm going to stop you there before you even jump into the next one. Okay. Universal basic okay. income. Maybe. Every time I hear the word universal. Have you not heard of this? I, I've, I've heard of this. I, I want to... I, I want to... That's why I kind of want to oh, emphasize. There's, a, there's one one presidential candidate who's running on a UBI kind of platform. Yeah, I know. Um, Andrew Yang. Um, Explain it a little bit. I mean, because so I guarantee you most people don't know what it is. Universal basic income is this. Is... 
we have we have programs right now where you have um, welfare, you have uh, social security, you have you basically get money from the government based on certain needs and certain requirements, right? right. So the idea here is is one of this is like basically a solution for the working man, for the impoverished, and for um, uh, like a, a small. Like well, cultures and our our societies. Yeah. So the idea is is the government will give you a check every single month of a certain amount. Let's say it's a thousand dollars, right? Right. Not enough to pay your full rent, or not enough to you know go on a, uh, a vacation, vacation with, but it's, just enough to but, help. But it's what it is is it takes away that four hundred dollar emergency. That's gone, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're not dead in the water. Your ship's not sinking because of a four hundred dollar. You know, your kids got to go to the dentist or some shit, right? Right. So. The math on it is, is if you were to give everyone in the United States $1,000, right? Mm-hmm. If they met the certain criteria, like you can't have a you know, billionaire getting $1,000. It's, it's, it's an income-based uh, set net of people who would get this. Would that be prejudice? No, it's just... just because you have, you don't, we're not going to give you? They have more money than they can spend, and they're not investing that back in the society, right? So what it is, is it's a stimulus for the, the uh, society, it's the culture, mm-hmm. is now that $1,000 gets spent on, oh, you have to go to the grocery store and you're spending your, you know, uh, first, your, the one month, and you, all your groceries are paid for the month or whatever, right? So how, how many people do you think would qualify for this program? How many people in the U.S.? I mean, it, it, there's, there's different numbers, but the, if you think about this, the average income, let's see what that is. Uh, yeah, you pull up the average income, I want to see what's the, what's average the US income. population. So it's fifty-six thousand dollars a year is the average medium household, right? How much was that? Fifty-six thousand is the average median income in the U.S. So that's the the, the middle. The, the, what is that? The middle class. That well, that's 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 the median. So that's taking everybody and averaging them out. Now you get the the number. And that's a really popular number. Okay. The average number of people uh, make fifty-six thousand. Okay. So we're so we're looking at that. So let's say we we average that. Now here's the thing. So if we have a, according to twenty eighteen stats, right? Population yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Three hundred twenty-seven point two million. Yes, but how many of them are? So, but what I would do is say the one percent is right. They say it's one percent. Well, let's, let's say fifty-six thousand is the average number. Right. What if we gave fifty-six thousand and under, I'll get a thousand dollars per per uh, month. Subsidy, but, then, so. but then, what about those that make fifty-seven thousand? And they, they still don't get it. They still have that same struggle because they're above the median. So we we have to draw a line somewhere. So let's. I'm just giving this as an example. This right. is a, so hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. I hypothetical. So. How many people now make under $56,000 a year, right? So that's the number you have to really find out. But here's the trick. In the end, it saves us money, which is crazy when you think about it as a government because your um, the taxes that's, that's paid on that, right? So I mean, immediately, whatever the um, – the if you go to the grocery store, you, you pay taxes on your food or whatever it is, right? Now, the $1,000, is that being – I mean, do, do, well, I, I haven't read that particular person's sure. plan. Well, I'm, but, just, I'm just using this is a super generalized. I'm not giving any one specific. Oh no, no, I know, but I'm, 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 I'm just talking about in general. Yeah, because because here's I'm one of the things an that analogy. One of the things that I've noticed is that, like, it, it's kind of like that that additional quote unquote bonus where they say, "Hey, we're going to give you a, an additional thousand dollars, right?" But then that thousand dollars still has a tax. Sure. Now, sure. would that essentially? Well, I mean, there, do you assume it might have a tax still? I, I don't know because there's. I mean, it's an assumption. Tax. I mean, would it make sense? I mean, well, let's look into it. Let's think about it. So, mm-hmm. if a thousand dollars, if you go to uh, the gas station and you fill up your car, that's going to get taxed, right? So that thousand dollars may or may not get taxed all of it, but let's say all of it is, right? So, so let's say one hundred fifty bucks of it is taxed. Yeah. 
So 150 is out the door. Now you're Perfect. left with, with 850. Right. And you're, you're hanging out. Cool. I got 850. That pays uh, half my rent or whatever it may be. Right, right, right. right. Um, so that money then is not, is either it goes into a savings account, which goes where? In a bank, right? Mm-hmm. So that bank now gets interest on that money, right? So the economy is, is, is boistered by having this, this increase of funds. And the, the trick here is, is the amount of money that's put back into the economy of that thousand dollars or eight fifty. Um, not only does it boost the um, the tragedies, or, or not boost, but uh, saves you from the tragedy of of having that go under, making you go to those payday loans, going to you know getting further and further in debt, and having you know the 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 culture suffer. Mm-hmm. This thousand dollars, which the government is basically ta- it's just taxpayer money, right? Because that's all the government money is. Mm-hmm. It's using it to better the society. It's like a circular situation. I'm I'm taking thousand dollars out of my collective pool right mm-hmm. but i'm giving it back to the society in general and that society in general is being elevated so that there's less people in and worse like think of what an 800 would do for a homeless person every month right they can then get a small apartment or a studio or um and not have to live on the street now they can get a job because now they have a place to shower and hold their stuff and not get it stolen so it just there's a lot of studies that have been, that have been done alaska actually does a ubi um and uh, because of the oil, because Alaska is owned by the people, all the profits out of the oil is owned mm-hmm. by the people. So that money goes into, back into the civilization or the society that's up there. And they have, they're, ha- they're happier, they're, they're more productive. There's all these benefits, net benefits to it. Um, the cost is actually low and the benefits are actually high when it comes to the societal and but cultural. Now, I, and, I, I would probably be a devil's advocate to that just for, shocker. you know, just for one thing, right? <laughs> Just because, uh, I mean, it's a beautiful concept, you know. I would just recommend anyone look into UBI and how it works. Um, Joe Rogan's talking about this a lot. I feel like Joe Rogan's podcast just oh yeah, Joe Rogan UBI. You yeah, know, and, that, and that's why I have like a I have a little like mixed I said, it, 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 yeah, I do have mixed feelings, and it's God honest truth of mixed feelings that I have because I see the benefit. Yeah. But then again, it's like I there's there's another animal to it that I see that you know that has yet to be unleashed because all we're looking at is imaginary statistics that only one state can prove. But well, there's no they've done tests they've done small like small uh, populations of people like smaller towns. Yeah, but do do it with 250 million dollars yeah, m- in population. Anytime you scale, but there's there's no way to make any like you only can go by this yeah. test this test. That's but here's the flip is the data. I, I guess here's the flip side about it. So like mm-hmm. let's say Alaska, right? Was it? Yeah, Alaska's one of them. Yeah. So Alaska. So let's say let's say we consider Alaska here. I think Portland might have some activity. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was Portland though. Yeah, oh, but I, I, I don't Portland know. Portland sounds Portland. Portland rings in my mind. I don't know if it's actually true by now. So the so here here's a here's the idea, right? So I can see it working for a state that's invested in itself and creating profits based on products it sells outside of the state, right? So you're talking about a state level, not a, not a federal level. Uh, yes. Okay. So so here's the thing, because you got to consider if and you have the option. if you have all the states doing the exact same thing. Here's the here's where I here's where I jump in as a devil's advocate, mm-hmm. because in that case you have. Oil being there, there's there's a commodity that everybody's invested in. Sure, right. It's a unique it's a unique situation. Just exactly. to Alaska. Bingo. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's invested into a, a commodity. So it's like literally it's like a stock. Everybody's into the it's like a four one k plan. Everybody's sure. into this four one k plan. Everybody's getting that little mm-hmm. that five percent ten percent of return because yeah. of it, right? Yeah. So the key to this here is that there's a benefit out of an investment. When you look at it from a global scale, 
But the, the, but the, 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 the trick here is is the oil companies would, not, would prefer this was not the case. Of course. Of course. So the profit of the company. It's understandable. The which greed is, of the corporation. We wouldn't, yeah. Which is why that's awesome. Yeah. But, and this is, again, where the, ad, where the advocate comes in. When you basically use tax money, mm-hmm. right, that everybody puts into. Yeah. Right? And I mean everybody. But everyone gets something out of as well. If, Only you, if you, you qualify. Yes. yes if yes. you qualify. Yeah. So I'm one of those types of guys, man, that unfortunately in my state of income, my state of what mm-hmm. I do, yeah. I always feel like I get the shit in into the stick. Sure. When it comes down to, let's say, taxes, for example. But that's a that's a personal, a personal perspective yeah, it, based and, on... And this is why I bring yeah, it up because... This is, the, this is the, what do you call it? Um, the... Uh, name for it i know you i know you know the name for it. I, I was trying to say it earlier but yeah. I, I, I couldn't <sighs> it's a grass is always greener kind of thing but it's like um not that um uh first world problems this is like your first world. everyone has first world problems because everyone has as a you know bingo but your, so, your perception is i'm the one I, i'm this is the um oh, fuck my brain is just fried I, I i know you'll figure it out i will go ahead but but the thing would be is that because I have two sets to this, two scenarios, yeah. one that includes myself and one that doesn't. Sure. But the one I was bringing up first is the one that includes myself because there's a lot of people that fall in the category in which I fall. Yeah. And in fact, it is it is pretty much known out there, right? You mm-hmm. have more people that are in this pool of middle class than there is in rich class or even poor. Yeah. So the thing about it is this. But the middle class is shrinking. Well, I wouldn't say it's shrinking. It, it just it, it goes up and down because no, it, 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 the middle class is shrinking because the the amount of uh, people that are getting rich is more and the people becoming poor is more. So it's shrinking in the middle. Uh, well, I mean, we, we have to give that another five year span between because it's the, been it's it's been from from with the, the with fluctuation. The, 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 well, I say from the 2008 crash. This is what's been, this is. What's oh been, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. In, in that concept, we can yeah. put it right. But the, the 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 like I said, the biggest concern that I see with it, you know, or a concern. Let me not say the biggest. It's a fact of that. So you have so many people built into this middle class. And the thing about it is that it's either it's always the middle class that either helps the rich stay rich mm-hmm. or we help the poor stay poor out the of working, the benefits. The middle class is often the working class. Exactly. So then the only problem is that, for example, like in my case, I'll stuff. be frank about it. Yeah. In my case, every year, mm-hmm. I don't receive any money. I hear people tell me all the time, oh, man, I got my taxes back. whoop de doo motherfucker. I didn't. I had to pay $7,500 in taxes. What the? How the fuck did you get seventy five hundred? So, you know that that's just a personal. I, I never, I never well, bombing on that shit. Well, the but trick, the trick with taxes, people don't realize, is you you pay your taxes. The fact that you get any money back just means you paid too much. Well, no, but here's the thing. In my case, like here, I could even show you. In my case, basically, as far as what I pay in taxes, yeah, I pay, you're, you're basically paying the right amount of taxes. Well, if you right? call if you call this the right amount and no, I what, and I still have to pay at the end of well, the year, what I'm saying I got is, a problem. Well, that that's the way the way taxes work, and this is what people don't understand is people are in the assumption of like, oh, I got my tax already, I get a bunch of money back. Well, the government is just isn't just giving you free money. What it's saying is based on all of the things that you can deduct, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I bought I, had, I got bought a car or a house this year, right? So those are deductibles. What that means is the government hasn't calculated those deductibles into what you were earning throughout the year. Right. So had you dedu- had you been able to deduct at the time, you wouldn't have paid the, in the taxes, which means you, at the end of the year, if, you, if you're getting money f- back from taxes, it means you paid too much to the government. If you pay into taxes, let's say you owe to the government, that means you didn't pay enough taxes. It's not that some people get tax uh, returns because they're lucky. It's because they, they gave more during the year than they should have percentage-wise. 
That's all it means. Well, I mean, the, the, but again, the definition would be what's more. Because in this case, I, I'm, I would love to know what the fuck they paid more. Well, the idea is, is, is it's not more. It's about the correct percentage, right? So based on the deductions you have, I made $10,000 this year or whatever. And my percentage was supposed to be 10%. So I was supposed to pay, uh, uh, you know, $1,000 in taxes, right? Mm-hmm. But if out of my checks, I gave $12,000, or $2,000, I get owed $1,000 at the end of the year because I paid too much. Right. It's not that I, I got lucky. I was paying more the whole time. But the way we perceive taxes in this country is at the end of the year, I get a, I get a, I won the lottery. I get a lottery check for whatever money I was owed. Well, and all it is is you just pay too much throughout the year. Well, okay. So, so for example, I, I guess I, I can see that in, in, in the various fashions. But, like, if on it, so, okay. What am I trying to go to? So, okay. I, a, a prime example of this would be mm-hmm. if, in my case, right? Because yeah. I, I can speak on my, I can't speak on others on that sure. room. But if I get a paycheck, yes, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I see this check, yeah, I'm being taxed an excruciating amount. Oh, yeah, it hurts. All right? At least I think. Because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're looking at, I mean, what is this shit, dude? You got federal, right? Yep. Look at this shit. You see that? Yeah. I mean, what the fuck is this? Well, that's a great question, like, and that's that's the question that no one asks. So, but so that's the thing. Just so I'm, I'm showing you. Well, I'm showing him yeah. here. I'm not going to be talking over my tax tax it's eight thousand eight hundred thousand dollars, everyone. You know. Uh, so, but but the thing is this: yeah. it's it's that factor that if they take those chunks out, yeah, right, and at the end of the year, I still have to pay a big lump sum amount. Yeah, you feel like you're getting you're you're paying twice. Yeah, well, well, in comparison to what other people, but you can't compare other people because you're not living their lives. And True, this, and this is the this is the, this is the fucking thing that drives me. This is the, back to teaching again, right? Mm-hmm. As a culture, we're not taught this stuff, right? We're not taught how taxes work. Here's and this has been my thing for so fucking long: is how come at the end of the year, your you have to give the government your information, right? Mm-hmm. When I when I buy something from a, a, a Walgreens, right? I give them my money, I get something back, right? But on, on that thing is a receipt, mm-hmm. an invoice for the things that I my money was used for. Right. How is it that we don't get a breakdown of what money I spent went to? That's why I have a problem with paying so much. Because you don't know where your money is going. Exactly. That, that's why I have a and problem. And this is the thing that drives me crazy. And that sh- this is not how it should be. I've always said and I will always say that they're, at the end of the year, your taxes go, here's a breakdown. You can actually look it up. People just don't take the time to. Yeah, but have you seen oh, the fucking it's, it's, bullshit that they spend our fucking money on? 50% of it goes to the military, bro. Fifty Actually, more than 50% of our money. Man, I'm about to. Look, see, the, 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 see and that's where the, where does the math kick in? But you see what I'm saying, though? Like, for, for someone that falls in a category, right, and just in general, you know, that, that's why I say it's very hard for those that basically have to pay so much up front and then pay so much in the end. Yeah. And then, of course, there's others that basically, yeah. This is that's it right where here. your money goes. This is it right here. You got 54. Look, for, for those that are listening here, this is based on 2015 calculations. We had, what is that, $1.11 trillion in, uh, what is this, tax dollars. And we're looking at $598.5 billion. That went into the United States military. And mind you, that military budget that we spend every year, if you combine the top in the next four, three or four uh, countries, we're double them combined. And look at this. Government, $72.9 billion. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that government gets 
less money, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of fucking multi-millionaire politicians, man. Well, how it works <laughs> is uh, they get paid to do speeches, so they're, they're like that's the government. That that's the governmental income. So that's hey, you saw the Clintons here. I mean, they, they were at the, the Western Forum. I'm not the Western Forum. I keep calling that shit the Forum. Oh, really? On, uh, what is that? On Sunday. Oh, nice. I hate the Clintons. Okay. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. it's, it's the fact that we just talking politicians yeah. and they got paid to be there. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. A lot of people showed up. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, look, I like this one. I like this one. You ready for this? Hit me. Yeah. <laughs> So here we go. But how nice would that be on the, uh, the statement at the end of the year? Here's what we spent your money on. Check this you out. Care, man. You would care Science. more about what they spend on. Oh, dude, it's like. <laughs> is, it, is it even registered as a color on there? Is it just blended in with the rest of the colors <laughs> in the chart? It's like, but look, you, you know, you know what, you know what's most impressive to me though mm-hmm. with all this money. Yeah. This is how we. Where do you think our culture? By the way, where do you think food and agriculture should be? Oh. Should, should that be a big chunk of so, this? So this is my other thought on taxes, right? Mm-hmm. What if at the end of the year, this is my hypothetical, if I was running the government situation. Yeah. At the end of the year, if we if we still were doing taxes the way we normally do them, um, you would have an invoice that would say this amount of money, and then here's your percentage, and it calculates your how much of your paychecks, your total taxes that you mm-hmm. went out of your pocket and went to where, right? So give you a breakdown. And then at the, at the bottom of it, you can choose... Right, right. Uh-huh. What your priority is. So, what what do you prioritize? Oh, I prioritize, uh, uh, um, you know, healthcare for people, or I prioritize agriculture, or I prioritize. Here's how the government should be spending our money, like right. right? And all that goes in, and it gets analyzed almost like a vote, right? So all these do- all these individual tax reforms, mm-hmm. we get a number that says, oh, the priority of the population wants the money to be spent in this area. Not military, not, so the government has to spend that portion of money in those places. Which, which I think would be a, a, an amazing thing when you when you really look at it. I, It'll or, never or, happen, or at least, <laughs> but but you know, look at this, and, and this is to to give you guys a, a scope here. One point one, one point one, I mean, I mean, one point eleven trillion in twenty fifteen. Two percent of that money, which is thirteen point one billion dollars, I'm lying to you. One percent, yeah, I fucked 100%. up. One percent of that money went to food. And agriculture. Now, and and what a lot of that is is actually just farm subsidies, I, which is another fucking joke, if you ask me. See, but but these are the things that I I, I would say, you know, because I love that I love that idea that basically you would have a system that basically picks, you know, you could you could kind of scope it out, right, and, and kind of get that we, going. We vote on our priorities as a as a culture because all all this chart shows you is where do we emphasize our priorities. You know what else I wouldn't mind? Hmm. Look. I think one of the biggest problems that I have with taxes in general, yeah. you know, it's not just the fact that we that, that I pay, right? I mean, look, fuck it, I, I I'm well off paying it, and I'm and, I, and I'm and I'm fine with it. But here's my it should issue. benefit you. Is the whole point of taxes? That is what I'm going at. Because here's my thing. I have an issue that, for example, mm-hmm. if I were to go or if I were to be in need, yeah. okay, yeah, and and this is actually a true story, man. I actually had a friend of mine, okay. This dude, you know, making good money. Yeah. Right? He, you know, I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, well, well, I think he was doing about, I mean, we were roughly about the same. He was doing about, give or take, I think at the time, you know, roughly between 85K a year. Nice. Right? Yeah. So it was, it's decent money to survive. I mean, to just be be good. Yeah. Okay. Not well off, but just good. So you so, can support a family on 85. You could, yeah, you could in support California, a family in, in California. California. You could support them and 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 you're, you're, and you're by. You're rocking mansions where I'm from. Uh, you, you see, yeah. so the thing was that. So here's what happened. 
Sadly enough, there was a death in the family. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the uh, a lot of the monies that he had, you know, had to go into legal fees, yep. had to go into, you know, the the there was no insurances. It was the burials, all this kind of stuff. So all this yeah. money literally went into this scenario. Gone. So all gone. And it was still costing him more money every single month. Yeah. Right. At least for a good year. I mean, he was probably surviving off cup noodles. You know what I mean? So it, it, it was it was bad. So here's where I had my problem with this. Mm-hmm. So considering at 85K, you could consider the taxes that are being paid by this person, sure, sure. right? Did he get any type of, you know, government help considering the situation? There, there are there are programs, but you have to be able to find them. And that's the other hard part. We'll see. But he, knowing about them, accessing them, applying for them but, and getting them. But here's the issue. He applied. And because and, and, remember, whenever I think of programs, yeah. I'm thinking of, you know, you go to, uh, you know, uh, like the Medi-Cal centers or mm-hmm. medical center, whatever the hell. You go to these places to try to get insurance. You try to get, uh, 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 like, what is that? Uh, they got out there. Uh, they got food stamps. Um, government offices. Uh, whatever yeah, they yeah, mean, yeah, government offices, yeah. just yeah. in general. So those are the generic concepts. Like, everybody knows this. You go here for this. Now, why the fuck do I have to go to some fucking special place that's underground, fucking Figueroa and Fifth, and all of a sudden I have to go through with the fucking passcode, give a DNA fucking sample to see if I fucking qualify, and then next thing you know, I find out, wait, there's some help down there. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way, which yeah. which goes to that. But this guy couldn't get no fucking help. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody, even with this fucking, you know, he had a kid going to school, yep. right? He needed help to pay for the kid's situation. Yeah. So, and his school mm-hmm. said, hey, we have, we have programs. We have programs. Yeah, like, so like he's trying to qualify and, uh, all this yeah. shit. They told mm-hmm. him, hey, you don't qualify mm-hmm. for the food programs. Yeah. You don't qualify for free, for free schooling. Mm-hmm. You don't qualify for any type of discounts. Yeah. You don't qualify for jack shit because of your income. Yep. So now you're in the, a whole year scenario mm-hmm. where, I mean, the dude pretty much almost lost his damn job because of trying to make ends meet mm-hmm. to try to offset certain things. Yep. This is why people work double two jobs, three jobs. Exactly. So work themselves to the bone just to make it. And then the biggest problem was just that. The fact of the matter is that this dude needed his government mm-hmm. To basically provide him what his taxes pay for for him. But because he fell in a specific bracket, Mm -hmm. he was unhelpable. Because that's how we judge people in this country is by how much money they make a year. Exactly. But, but, you know, the the sad part about it is that, you know, I probably would understand this a little more if you were a billionaire. Okay, maybe, I guess, I mean, you... uh, It'll be kind of hard for you to tell us that, hey, I'm I'm having financial burdens. Don't get me wrong. Even if you're a billionaire. Yeah. You could be, yeah. I mean, because you can invest your money in something and yeah, it tanks and then you lose all your money. I mean, I've seen broke, broke millionaires, broke billionaires, but they they recoup and get their stuff back together. They never lost anything, they never became poor because that's the difference being broke and poor, two different worlds, yeah, you know. So it's just one of those things, man, that I think that uh, there's no perfect system, there's always going to be, there's always going to be an analogy for every, every side of the story. So the trick here is, is, is. As a government, the government can't look at the individual. They can use examples from the individual to, to showcase the whole. But at the end of the day, it's a large body of people that we have to do the most good for. Right. So as a humanist, I have this, I have this problem. And this, this is the kind of a problem with human uh, being humanist is, is the greater good or the heartfelt empathetic um, to the, 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 the individual man, right? Yeah. So sometimes... Those two things come in conflict. Doing what's good for the the society as as a whole for humanity is bad for the man, right? So what? Where do you draw the line, and where do you you know? So it's a hard thing to navigate, and this falls in that category of 
I would like for that guy to have a, a, a solution for himself, right? At least a salute, at least but a help. But here's the thing is, is there are potentials where this could have benefited him that don't exist now that should. In my case, I believe that healthcare is our human right, right? So maybe his dad, whoever had the, the tragedy, right, mm-hmm. may have not have had the tragedy because he was able to get healthcare his whole life and not have that thing happen to him, whatever it may be, right? But these things can still happen. People die. It happens. Yeah, I right? mean, it's so natural instinct. Then you have then you have the other thing of well, there's there's things that are in place like funerals. Well, they're expensive. Why? Right. So we have these traditions, these cultural traditions that say you got to spend this money on a casket, this is a burial plot, this is embalming. And that's a big this scam. Is, it is a giant scam, right? But yeah. it's something funerals that. Was a big but but scam. how many people die that are that go through that? Almost everyone. I mean, for the healthcare system, one, one thing I will tell you, because I mean, I've heard people tell me, oh, universal healthcare is one of the best things to do and shit like that. And and, and in, for for generic, yes. Well, there's specialists, there's... there's but for long term, yeah, no. Why? Because consider this for a second, right? I mean, I, I look at this. Being able to give people like... Um, like universal healthcare service for your regular checkups, you know, yeah. for your vaccines, for your, you know, your flus. That's, that's your, stuff, that stuff is like pennies. Dude. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, cost anything. You see, I'm saying is that all what you're worried about. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying oh. that that stuff right. Yeah, that, that stuff is cheap. So I'm saying give that shit to everybody, right? Because there's so many people that just get sick that don't have any help whatsoever, yeah. and then it becomes something worse. Sure. Like free examinations, yeah. X-rays, like uh, what do you call those things when you when, when they when they check um, like mammograms. The, yeah, those free types of like th- that's type of stuff to preventative shit. Yeah, should be free at all times, so right? But you're saying like knee surgery shouldn't be, you know? So, well, yeah, no, that that that's where it kind of kicks in because at that point in time, now we're talking different dollars, different cents. Because now once you start bra- the, bracketing the in that reason, stuff, but the only reason they are the cost of that, that are so high is because the hospitals can charge whatever they want. Well, well, let's consider it. Yeah, let's consider it. So, he, because uh, one thing I do respect is. You know the whole capitalism perspective of if you have a trade and you're good at it, mm-hmm. you know you don't you don't do it for free. And at the same token, I mean, but unless wait, who said dying. that? Who said that first? The Joker. If you're good at something, you never do it for free. So and what, what did he ask for? So if you're a doctor, if you're I'm gonna give you a hypothetical that's gonna challenge that. Yeah. You're a doctor. Mm-hmm. You're at a restaurant. Someone's dying. Do you not save their life unless they pay you? Well, no. See, you're talking about a moral responsibility, which is an oath. You see, but here's the catch. Here's the big fucking catch. But if you're good at something, you get paid for it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. If, you, if you're good at something, you, I mean, you never do it for free. I mean, that's the idea. But but it doesn't work in that scenario. But it's because, well, that scenario will never work. Because think of it think of it this way, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's no different from if you just know how to do, you know, if you're a mechanic. Yeah. You're driving in, you're driving in the street and you see somebody broken down and then you just stop and pull over and say, oh, you know what? Let me put your transmission on for you. Let me just do all this shit for you for free. Well, I've, I've had I've had people. I'm just giving an example that, I that mean, does happen, right? I but, mean, it, it, you're talking but, about anomalies, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, talking about in general. But the shit doesn't work but that way. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. Yeah, is being a mechanic and being a doctor are not the same things. When you're dealing with people's well-being, their health, their well, livelihood, their their existence. Well, he, here's the and thing. Profiting off of people dying—that's not the same thing as a, so, as a car mechanic. But but here's my catch, right? Mm-hmm. And and this is this is the part I think everybody misses at the beginning. These people don't have to choose to be doctors. 
Can you imagine everybody seeing it the way that you see it in that sense and saying, well, shit, if I become a doctor, i got to work for free at one point or another. No, no, no. Doctors, Fuck, it's doctors, a profession. No, no. Doctors get paid in, in the Medicare for All system. Well, I, I, well look, I'll, I'll give you this example. There's about 15 no doctors. Right. No one's working for free. I'm going to give you an example. There's about 15 doctors mm-hmm. that, I can, that I know firsthand. Because I know, so. I know doctors too. They because you are, know, are all for this because they hate the bureaucracy, they hate the red tape, they hate the paperwork. Exactly, they hate the right? They, dealing with insurance is the far, the far, far, the worst part of their job. So the thing about it is that the doctors that I that, that I've worked with, and, they, and it's not many; it's only about fifteen sure. of them. But I've worked with them directly in their businesses and all this kind of sure. stuff, right? One of the things that I've come across to learn is the fact that some of these guys, right, when they join the profession, you know, one particular doctor gave me an example, which is, it's it's an example that I pretty much ended up telling someone else prior, and it just so happened to be the same thought process. Okay. Which was, once again, like a tradesman, mm-hmm. right? If you, like plumbers. Sure. So think about it. Without plumbers, if there was no plumbers mm-hmm. in the United States, okay, right, nobody knew the trade, and one fucking guy showed up, who knew how to do the trade. Mm-hmm. How much money do you think these motherfuckers will pay just to have a system that we have right now just for plumbing in general? What do you think the cost factor would be on that realm? Well, here, I mean, just consider that. The problem that. with your analogy, though. It's well, not, no, it's don't, don't mix them yet. Don't okay. mix them yet. Just let's look at it for what it is. Okay. The fact of the matter that you have someone that can provide you a service yeah. that to you or anyone else that you know but where doesn't is, exist. But here's the thing is... He's going to get, like, the person's getting paid the whole time. Like, A, there would never be no plumbers because then there would be, like, n- no houses. Well, but, and, but remember, you know but plum- but that, and that, this is why I bring up that, that tradition, because you have many clinics, right? Yeah. Because right now, see, the, the, see the, the part that a lot of people miss, when we talk doctors, mm-hmm. everybody's thinking about hospital doctors. No, that, we're thinking about doctors. No, no, no. See, th- consider it for a second. Okay. A lot of people, clinics in in which they own, in which their their money comes from people that pay to come visit them, that pay for their shit, that without them, without even insurance for that matter, they come into those offices to, you know, to pay for their services, whatever it may be. Same way that I would go to a car mechanic, same way I would go to call a plumber, same way. This analogy analogy breaks down immediately when you decide that, like, hey, the doctors are going to get paid. Well, so think. All right, so let me ask the, you this the, much: so, the so how would the get paid. so how would the doctor get paid if there's no insurance? How do they get paid? Because the hospitals still get money. No, no, we're not talking clinic. Let's talk about a clinic that you opened. You're the doctor. You put in a million dollars to open up. A how clinic. much money? Or how much time is and effort is spent in in, in in getting insurance paperwork filled out? All that stuff is gone. In in the Medicare for All system, here's how it works. This is a it works in uh, every major country except for ours. So. If you want an example, you'll just look outside. But it's shitty service, though. No, that's bullshit. And it's, that, you, that, that was no, 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 that was no, 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 no. that was the issue that I had with no, it. No, it's not, and that's that's a bullshit propaganda. That's not true. It's not true at all. Like I can go to Thailand and get free uh, uh, service. I can pay. I can get my whole body checked and go to Thailand. And Thailand doctors are Mexican doctors, uh, Norwegian doctors. They all have the same information. No one's hiding American uh, methods. Like my doctor that I just had surgery uh, a few a few months ago, mm-hmm. he goes to other like he's one of the top um, um, uh, GI practitioners in the country. Yeah, goes to other places and teaches for half uh, half of his year. Like he like he goes to weekends and teaches. Mm-hmm. So there's a medical knowledge, and when you when you the idea that of science is peer review, right? Yeah. So these medical journals are are put out, and technologies they have these giant conferences. Mm-hmm. My doctor told me he goes, I brought your information to a conference. And I was the talk of the town, because my shit was so weird, and they'd never seen <laughs> they'd never seen what I had. 
So they're like, like, so they share knowledge constantly. Like they're not, like American doctors don't keep their methods and procedures and stuff a secret just so that we have the best medical care in the world. We have like the seventh best in the world. Oh, you know, I mean, if you're talking about who has the best health what I'm the, saying the system, is, I mean, I but mean, our system is garbage. We have we have we have one of the um, uh, we have we're low on the totem pole when it comes to quality of care. Right. We have the highest in the world of cost for care. We're getting a shitty deal, dude. Well, no, look, and, and, and not to say that it's perfect in any, in any way, no shape, or form. No system is. And, you know, system is. But one thing so, you know, that... It's the whole, not the, not the individual. Exactly. So, I mean, look, realistically speaking, I mean, because this is this is a chunk of what everything else contributes to. And this is why it, it, it's... I, I always felt that, that this is why politics in itself fucks mm-hmm. everything up. It can muddy the waters you know, uh, very quickly. Yeah, you know, because... Because people will, will, will taint the water with a lie... And, and then, then it, it and fucks then, everything. And then up. it fucks up the whole thing, and right. people hang on to the lie because it's easier to remember than the complex truth. Bingo. So my thing would be this, because I guess naturally speaking, mm-hmm. right? So let's let's talk about. All right, give me give me a power country, a power country that has what's a power, you, you know, universal healthcare, a, 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 a stable economic country that's England. not close to bail, right? Uh, uh, United Kingdom. I, I figured you'd tell me that one. There's uh, Canada. Yeah. Uh, there's um, Norway, Germany, France. Uh, every one of them has it. Every one of these, every one, every major country in the world has it. Yeah. So, so, he, so we're the ones that don't. So I and then I bring up this. Mm-hmm. So as an economic power, right? Is not based on our medical industry. No, no, no. I'm, I, and I'm it's talking based to on Wall but, Street. But, but always remember, yeah, of course. Yeah. But consider. And pharma. Pharma is a big part of it. Yeah. Which is why our fucking uh, medical care system sucks so bad because pharma is exploitative. So the biggest thing I think, you know, is that most places, I guess in general, because every time I look at everything overall, Mm -hmm. I mean, rich countries, power, just money in general, you know, regardless of what. If I were to just wake up one morning and just say, okay, you know what? I want to go to, let's say Thailand, for example. Sure. Right. From one day to the next. Yeah. I probably wouldn't stay in Thailand. I just used it for a vacation. I'd it's come a, back home. It'd be a culture shock for first first thing. Well, I mean, not, not even so much well, the culture home, shock. Home is only home is perspective as well. I'm used to this. This is what I like. I have yeah. this. Well, I mean, I mean, but, but I if, guess, I, if I plucked you out of existence and put you and dropped you off in it's adaptation. Thailand, That's different. And then put you in Thailand, you would. I, I'd adapt. You'd be, you'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, it, but I'm not putting you in Uganda or somewhere. It, you know it's I mean? a, it's adaptation, but yeah. to 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 the extent is once you know what you have, because if there's one thing that about this country that I can genuinely say that you know what I am fucking fond of, mm-hmm. you know, is the fact that it is a lot more open than most people outside think. You know, because I've been in so many Central American countries, South American countries, sure. even Europe for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm, open and what you know, de- define so the way that I go for it open for is me. basically free per se. Free as in what? Right, uh, just well, free to be what you are. Free, I mean, free to you could basically, you can actually. I mean, fuck, man, you can actually protest and don't. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, as long as you do it nice and courteously, right? Sure. I mean, you, you can speak your mind, you can do what you want. Yeah, you can talk. That is a know, perk for the U.S., but it's also yeah. in England, it's also in France, it's also in Germany, it's also in a lot of many countries. What well, I mean, freedom of speech exists. Freedom of speech exists, but here's the freedom only catch. Exists as well. Yeah, but then there's a lot of oppression that comes from that. You know, you have other countries, but like, and here's where I go for because once again, I mean, yeah. these, these bigger countries in general. Yeah. Like England, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, England, I mean, they carry a fuckload of money. Let's be frank here, right? So you know, U.S. K- 
carries a lot of money because of the economy that it runs, the mm. bullshit that it does, Wall Street, you know, mm-hmm. prime example. Because as far as gold, we probably don't have shit anymore. Uh, but in this... It's all digital bullshit. Yeah, it's digital, right? So the key to this would be is that I look at all countries in general. Because you got to remember, how many countries are in the world? I mean, there's what? Like, fucking three? What is well, it? There's... there's 220 plus countries that are like major, okay. major countries. So let's say 200, let's, let's just round it off, man. I want to fucking look for that shit right now. But let's just say 20, 20, you know, 220 countries. Mm-hmm. So out of 220 countries, maybe about 20 of them are feasible to actually want to live in that you don't have to worry about no dictator bullshit. You don't have to yeah, worry about no... I think you'd be no... surprised, but that's like, of the, there's like a top, let's say top 20 is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, top, top, yeah. top 20 is, is, is a go-to. You'd be okay. Say. You'd be okay in the top 20. Yeah. You know, so... Probably okay in the top 50, but... Yeah, but I mean, but to, to the extent is that there's a lot of fucking places out there that don't have these types of freedoms. You know what I mean? That don't, that don't, that don't have this type of shit. There, that, are, there are some that That do. we can't be talking this kind of bullshit like that in most countries. I would say you like, can in most countries. Well, remember... So are, are we talking 20% of countries or are we talking? Um, I, I mean, it, I would say the majority of major countries on the top 20 list, I would say the only ones that we wouldn't necessarily might be Russia, might be, um, uh, you the, know. The entire Middle East? Middle East. That's a big ass chunk, if you ask me. Yeah, it's but there's not there's China. Like, there's that's only another the, big motherfucker yeah. right there. You see, when, when we but, talk country, there, th- this is this is where I kind of draw that line. Sure, there are there are there are there's, few, but they're not the whole. They're, those are kind of the outliers. Uh, well, I mean, but the outliers but carry they're, they're a bigger they're, population. But they're bigger countries on mass. But something that the population is not like there's a lot more people in Germany than there are in some other countries, and that are bigger. There's a lot less people in Norway than there are in like. Uh, big, and, my, and, and that's what I'm trying to get to. At the end of the day, it's one of those things that you kind of just sure. you scope out, right? So it's, I could truly enjoy that, you yeah. know, and, but that's what I was trying to tell you earlier. Overall, for me, I think that in the end, I appreciate a good trade, right? My biggest thing is I appreciate a good trade. If I studied my ass off yeah. and I literally know what I'm doing, like fucking neurosurgeons, man, there's fucking money there. Regardless of what, man, if there's a price for a service because you have the ability to achieve that and you have the ability to do it. I agree, but here's the other, here's, there, the, here's, there's the, catch, a fine here's line, the catch dude. 20 to line. How expensive is it to become a doctor? How expensive? Yeah. Well, shit. I mean, just to become a fucking nurse, you're looking at over 100 grand. So, our system, this is how this this is how our system works right now. And let's see if we can improve upon it. Right? Okay. Just how hypothetical. Right. You want to be a doctor. Let's say it costs you 200 grand to go to school to become a doctor. Let's say 5 to be a good doctor. All right. 500 grand. So you're you're uh, you're a specialist, right? So let's call it like a, a specialist in some sort of category. Uh-huh. You need 500 grand. So that means you're going to go into massive massive debt unless you're fucking wealthy and then you don't count because daddy right. gave you the money, right? Mhm. Thank God you became something positive in the country versus just a, a rich kid's kid. Right. Um, but anyway, so 500 grand, you're in the debt. Now, how long does it take you to get that money back in the current system? Let's say it takes you, I don't know. Let's give it five years. Five years. 100 grand a year. Yeah, 100 grand a year. Mm-hmm. You, you're walking back that money. Cool. Um, now you've got the experience. Now you can open your own clinic, start your own business, right? Mm-hmm. But the whole time you are dealing with, uh, you have to hire a staff, right? Mm-hmm. The staff. That staff has uh, certain responsibilities. There's like the surgeon, the booking for surgeries. There's the um, the person that literally all they do is talk to insurance companies all day, and they regulate, they they submit forms and do a lot of retirement, healthcare, all the paperwork gets involved, yeah. right? Because there's a shit ton of it, right? HR. Mm-hmm. Now, that person is a doctor for many many years. Um, basically, becomes regularly wealthy in comparison to other professions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they are also in the, the share their knowledge. They travel and they teach and they do all these things. Um, 
Now let's compare that to a person in, let's say, uh, well, Norway's easy, right? So doctors relatively make about the same amount per year. Also, the economy, there's not as many poor. There's the, the median income is much higher. Mm-hmm. Um, also, their healthcare system is much higher. They're, they have no red tape when it comes to insurance companies and fighting for their patients to make sure the patients are covered and not going into massive, massive debt, filing bankruptcy, you know, having their whole lives turned upside down because they get sick and can't work. All those things, right? Yeah. That, would, would you, which one would you rather be? Would you rather live in a country where your, your business can still exist? You still make good money. You're a happy, healthy person in a country where the rest of society is happy and healthy. You have less paperwork to deal with every day. Your customers are not in, in dire straits every time you see them because they can't afford the services that you, ha- you have given your whole life to learn how to better them, but they can't afford it. So they go home, don't take their medicine because it's too expensive. They go to the emergency room when their last, last ditch effort to try and save themselves and they end up dying. How? Which one would you rather be in? Which doctor would you rather be? For me, it's not a hard choice. I mean, for, I well, I mean, for me, I just want to be a doctor. But you want to be I mean, a doctor. That's, easy, that's easier choice for me. <laughs> but you want to be a doctor? Why? To be rich, or do you want to be a doctor to help people and not have them go through? Well, I mean, that depends. It's a profession. At the end of the day, man, people don't work to do it for free. But let's, let's be honest but here. That's sort of, that's my argument. There's, take the word free out of the conversation. It doesn't well, exist. But, and, and that, the and word free does not exist in this argument. So The doctor gets paid. Yeah, He's but, paid very well. For, okay, let me give you an example. In Cuba, mm-hmm. right? And in most countries that are dictatorship countries. Yeah. You're a doctor. Venezuela, you're a doctor. Yeah. That's a socialist country, but... You know, yeah. I don't see the fucking Dicta- difference. Dictatorship is... It, well, president, it, it's that's a, a whole, that's it's a whole bag of worms. same mathematical equation, except that one guy just tells you what to do in the end. Yeah. So the, the bottom line to that is, it's no he's no different from the janitor. No, he is getting paid that money. No, no, no. No, see, look, and I can tell you this much. I, I, I'll give you an example. That's, a, that, that, there, that's your example. It's a terrible one. Well, no, because it's because it's not even that. It's the fact that in in it's it's going to one extreme to another. Because I, I want to show you that there there has to be a median in between. So you have a, you have a doctor. Why does it have to be a median in between? Well, no, because so the reason why I bring this up is like this, right? Okay. If you choose to take on a profession, okay, there's a, there's a doctor, you know, worked in, you know, worked in Cuba. She was, you know, a doctor for about 25 years. Amazing sure. doctor. Sure. Right? She came out here to the States, mm-hmm. you know, sent a prescription for one of the families. Fucking amazing. I mean, she, she without even fucking doing x-rays or bullshit, just touching around, already figured out what the fuck was wrong. And yeah, that's, a, that's education for you. That's, yeah, yeah. That is an amazing She's type of education. She studied and studied and studied and all right? that shit. Yeah. So... The thing about it is that out there, mm-hmm. their system of pay, you know, they, they struggle. So a lot of doctors in so many different ways yeah. hate being doctors because they have to have so – can you imagine having all that type of knowledge, all that struggle, all that bullshit just for the self-satisfaction of helping people? And in the end, the helping of the same people, the country is ungrateful to you as far as how much you get paid. For the services that you do, see, I, this is this is this is falling apart already. I'm going to stop you because there's doctors, the doctors without borders, who they travel to places and and don't get paid to to you know. Well, but that, that's a self satisfaction. Look, man, I, I love doctors like that. Don't get me wrong, because they go and help out the needy yeah. and the poor. I, you you got to love you got to love that. But remember, but we're not ta- we're not talk- have... we're not talking about doctors who want to start a, a plastic surgery clinic. No, no, I'm talking about you know when, when I say it's because money and making 
no, I, bigger it, tits. It's it's not about just being in God it for the money, him. man. Yeah, God bless him, right? You know, it's not about so much being in it for the money. It's just that I just feel what that there there has to be something fair in between it, man. But because what's, what's the, so define fair to me? Because if fair is they get paid a good amount of money to be. But what's a good amount? Whatever's whatever's above the median. Because if they're if they're a doctor, so if you give them eighty thousand bucks, that, that's no, that's no, no, the median. No, I'm saying I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't care what the that number part is. has to be. I, I, don't, I, I would, but I don't care what the number is because we're not in this situation. Doctors are not getting paid any less. Let's say, let's say doctors pay the same. I mean, there's a lot of doctors out here that are struggling. So I mean, if that were the well, see, then, look, then the, the system would be better then because the, well, no, that, that's my point. Not, they don't have to pay for all the insurance. They don't have to pay keep for all the work. They keep, can help. They can help more. They can help more patients per day because they're not dealing with on the phone with insurance companies. My keep, doctor had to write a letter for me. Keep the idea to look, the insurance company, and I still got denied. So let, let, let's consider this. Here, yeah. Here's my philosophy. Pretty simple. Okay. In the end, so the only reason why I kind of go for the whole little trade part, like oh, oh you know I, what, I you think know. you're aiming more capitalistic. Like, yeah, well, well it, it's 100 capitalistic. There's no doubt about that. But, but ca- capitalism, and and you don't have capitalism for a firefighter. Well, I mean, well, uh, well, uh, it depends. On, well, they get paid good money. They take half. To, I mean, there's a lot of shit between that. I, I can walk them. into the kind of works. taxes. So, bingo. So we, you, we pay for the police, the fire department. Those are all socialist programs. The military is the biggest socialist program in the world. So here is where I come into play. Okay. To wrap it all inside of the cocoon before it pops out. You see, if in fact mm-hmm. the taxes we were just talking about a little while ago. Yeah. If those taxes mm-hmm. were to be put into a pool of money for doctors, right? Yeah. So, like this whole the, the whole universal stuff That's would what be Medicare for all would but yeah, basically doing that, that. That would be it. But my thing would be is that it has to be a fair dollar amount for these guys to want to do this shit right, because I've seen it way too fucking many what you, times. What do you think happens in Norway, in France, Germany, England? Do you think doctors are broke? It's not you know about. What I mean? It's it's not like about. They're it, but, doing but, great over there. But here's the flip side, though. You're talking they're like, about. They're like they're like NASA employees. They're making really but, good money. They're but you like, got to you got to. But once again, you're talking about a different country, though. A totally different why country with a totally matter? different perspective. I don't well, care about the perspective. I care about the facts. Well, it's because the real only reason why it would matter. Okay. Simply put, only reason why it would matter is because they have a different economy system too. They have a, their their structure is different from they, ours. They they all have capitalistic countries. Yeah, but not as some, fucked as this some, one. Some is de- democratically social countries. Uh, but they're but they're not. So ours like is worse. One. So ours is worse yeah. than theirs. So let's make it better like theirs. So and that's what I mean. So if so, so if socialist programs, Medicare for all, are so like. So yeah, and and again, I I would be for it. But my only thing, I guess, my only concern would be what those dollar amounts would but be. W- my, my question is, why are you more concerned with the doctor's dollar value that they get paid versus the people who are dying and well, sick no, no, no. and it, it's can't not afford that. it, going broke, and their prescriptions are too expensive? That's like to me the. The weight of the scale is all over there. I can like in the grand scheme of things, if a doctor gets paid twenty grand or less a year, I don't give a fuck. Well, see, no, look, that the reason why I give a shit about that mm-hmm. is because everything else is based on what is that consumer? You know, what what can you sell more of? Like the pills, the the, the pharmacy, the bullshit of fucking pharmacy itself. But that's not that's not consumer. Well, if, it is consumer based in this country because our prescription yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So apples. if in fact, so then that's what I, that's what I kind of go for. Yeah. If you gave a good fuck, let's say a good fucking salary to these fucking guys that are happy as shit. Which ones? To the doctors. Yes. A great fucking salary. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that dollar amount would look like, but, that, but but that's what I'm saying. That th- there has to be something good there. My primary focus would be jamming down on all the pharmaceutical companies 
which we would do. That, that's a part of the program. Yeah, obviously. Th- and that part I'm all for. Because once you have one insurer, which is Medicare for all, which is the government paying, is you you get to set the terms of how much prescription drugs are. You get to set terms of how much knee surgery costs. You get to set terms of all those things. Because what happens right now is an insurance company will say, um, you know, the, the 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 hospital will bill the insurance company whatever value they they want. They'll make it up. There's no actual like menu where you choose. Oh, it's eight fifty for a knee surgery, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, we're gonna throw this at the insurance company. Whatever insurance company denies us, we'll we'll negotiate from there. Yeah. So they just negotiate. On an, uh, an imaginary number. That's all they're doing. And then the insurance companies go, cool, we'll do that. And then we're going to deny him. So, because we don't want to pay for that portion of it. Or you have to pay a deductible. Do you know how much your, your your health insurance deductible is for the year? Like how much you have to pay him before you before they start paying? Do you know what it is? I know what mine is. What is yours? It's about, uh, what is that, 4700 Jesus. Well, okay. I mean, it's me and my kids. So. That's true. That's true. My, mine as an individual was two grand. That means... Let's just put this out there the way in, in reality. Yeah. If we were to have Medicare for all, I wouldn't have to pay two grand to be taken care of before my insurance company kicks in, right? I'm taken care of from the, I can go get a checkup. I don't have to pay uh, um, uh, a copay. I don't do anything. I go to the doctor's office. I say, hey, I'm here. Help me. Cool. Check me out. Am I good? Cool. If not, what do we do next? Go through all those processes, right? Mm-hmm. Not one time is my doctor fighting with the insurance company to make sure that I get covered for surgery I desperately need. Because that's exactly what happened to me. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Are you familiar with Medi-Cal? Mm-hmm. You know there's people that get free, yep. I mean, all that shit free, yep. right? Yep, through the state. Right. Yeah. So but the service is 100% free. 100% free. 100%. It's not well organized, but it's free. Yeah. So This would, this would get rid of that too. Right. So the the because the, one of the things that, because that, again, that's the closest thing that I've seen Physically and personally. But that's because you've never seen the system in the whole, uh, you unless know. you've gone to another country that has it and gone to the hospital. Well, no, I haven't. Well, I mean, luckily yeah. I haven't had to do yeah. that, you know, but but that's what I mean, though. Like, I, the closest thing that I've seen personally, right, mm-hmm. would be like Medi-Cal. And, you know, when I see like, you know. But comparing the two is not a fair comparison, to be honest. Well, no, I mean, again, I wouldn't it's the, know. It's the best thing you can do. I, the best I, thing I can do from the knowledge the most, I have. It's the most tangible thing you have, but you can't, exactly. you can't use it to say, well, this is that and that. I don't like this, so oh, I no, don't no, like no, that. No, no, no. It, it, that's my thing. My only concern on that realm mm-hmm. would be kind of saying, okay, if this is how it works, yeah. right? Because I see Medi-Cal because, I, because that's the closest thing that I see from it, right? I just say, okay, these motherfuckers help you when they want to help you. You get pretty much shitty service because they send you to these fucking... The you network know, sucks. Yeah, I mean, well, wherever the... Well, no, you can go anywhere. I mean, you got fucking people going to Cedars-Sinai. Sure. You know, so, I mean, it's not... It's, I mean, fuck it. If the network is Cedars-Sinai, then I'll fucking take it. Yeah. But my thing is that they... Let's say you got to do a checkup, mm-hmm. right? They schedule out six months before your fucking checkup. Hey, you know, I'm coughing up blood. All right, cool, no problem. We'll see you in six months. Yeah. We'll check it out. But that's not a checkup. That's a... Uh... Well, my my point, you know. So the fact is that they can see you in a in a dire situation. Yeah, but that and but they'll that, they'll that, prolong it. Say, hey, you, where do you go? You go to the emergency room if you're having a dire situation. Well, I mean, but most, I mean, look, mo- most cases that are long term, sure, don't require emergency room. Yeah, a lot they of re- them they they require that consistent checking, mm-hmm. consistent. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So the thing about so it is that if you don't like this system, congratulations, I have a solution for it. It's called Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. Because you're getting rid of all of that. You're getting rid of, oh, this doctor is in my network. That doctor is in my network. Um, basically, you go to the doctor that you want to because everyone's under the same network. 
right? So if you have a family practitioner, you can go to him. If you get well, oh, you know what? You should probably go see a specialist. You go to that specialist, you see them. Let me ask something. So since <laughs> this stuff actually exists, yeah. I mean, these countries are much smaller than us, but let's consider the United Kingdom. Yeah. How much money does it cost them on an annual basis? Cost who? The country for the universal health care. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I'm sure you can find it. Well, here's the trick is is we can look at this country because they've already done the math on it. Well, I'd, I'd like to see cold, hard facts on other countries that are already doing it. Sure. I mean, because one thing is is to get an assumption of an idea. Every, every country is going to be a little bit different. Um, all the more reason why I would choose the United Kingdom because it's slightly bit bigger and there's more money there. Like, you know, well, I mean, Germany's, you know, pretty uh, big, bigger than uh, than England is. Yeah, but the, their, their economy is not as strong as theirs. I mean, not Germany's, by long shot. Germany's pretty fucking good. Yeah, but the United Kingdom, though. I mean... Either way, I'm going based it, on that. But either way, regardless, either way, it doesn't matter what they pay, at the because the the as, a, as a, for their services is it's the service they're getting and is and how devastating is it to the people of the community, right? So if in Germany I get better health care than I do in England, right? Mm-hmm. Based on the fact that it's um, uh, I have to pay more or like at the end of the day, Germans are surviving and living healthier lives longer lives in a lot of cases, like prenatal deaths and postnatal deaths and uh, long uh, longevity in life. Like a lot of these countries also have um, built-in nursing home systems, mm-hmm. right? So instead of you paying out the ass for dad to go to a nursing home, it's covered. So let me ask you this much. I guess generically, mm-hmm. you know, since you like the program and, you know, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle for that stuff, you know, because I, I have my, my pros and cons in my own mind, right? But, but I think I think honestly, information will, will guide you in the right direction because yeah. facts are gonna facts are facts. And yeah, and, and I I, I so do just knowing about them. I got I got to dig a little bit deeper on it because there's yeah. there's some there's some things. Like, there's, a, but, there's a shit ton of misinformation out there too, which is uh, strongly coming from the Republicans because obviously they like pharma money, um, and and lobbyist groups give them shit tons. Also, some of the Democrats, so they don't like Medicare for all either. So you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get Democrats and Republicans saying it's just taking the time it's to too find, expensive. But here's find why. the detail. Here's why it's, uh, when people say it's too expensive, you can call bullshit on that immediately. Because when when a politician gets on in front of a, a, a newscaster or, some, or a reporter mm-hmm. and they're talking about their platform, and then let's say Bernie Sanders says, I'm for Medicare for all. And that the, the reporter inevitably, every single time, will say, But how are you going to pay for it? Right? Do you think that's a rational question to ask? Of course. It's not. You want to know why? Why? Because when. We say we're gonna do we're gonna um, uh, do another ten billion dollars in or we're gonna do a trillion dollars in a, a tax relief that's gonna go to the one percent. Well, you're, does, does anyone ask go oh, how are you gonna pay for it? Well, they're a fucking idiot. I'm they, asking. They don't. Well, I mean, they, if you're asking me, I ask that shit. The military uh, a pay increase. How are we gonna pay for it? No one asks that question. Right. Well, I mean, but, but once again, but that's a that's more of a I guess bias form because I mean for me I'd ask. But these are, and, and you'd ask too. This, I mean, is right? the, this is the this is the mainstream media that we're talking about. These right. Are, I mean, I, I don't fuck with them anyway. But anyway, but what I'm saying is, is the question is not asked. But the, the answer is this, and it was uh-huh. actually done by it was funded by the Koch brothers. The study was, uh-huh. and they fucked up because the the study came out that it saves us one trillion dollars or so over 20 years to do Medicare for all than it is our current system. So what does that mean? It means we pay less and get better coverage, and less people are suffering for cheaper. You know, I'm, I've always been curious how that math gets figured out. It's easy because uh, what they do is they go, okay, here's how much is uh, um, th- they do the cost of the bureaucracy of it, right? 
So how much how much uh, time does it take for paperwork to be done? How much? Um, what's the what would happen if we took the insurance companies out of the out of the, the profit margin? Got rid of them. They're, now that that math is gone. Mm-hmm. So they just do this over and over with everything that happens inside the me, uh, the cost for medicine, for prescription drugs, for hospital bills, for insurance copays. All they take all that math, and they add it up, and they get flat, hard numbers, and they do an apples to apples comparison. So so, so Medicare me... for all is not free. It's paid for, but it's a better deal. And the other thing too is. Your taxes may go up a little bit, right? But if your forty-seven hundred dollars is what you're, what you have to pay before insurance kicks in, what if you're paying a thousand dollars more in insurance, but you're covered for everything you and your kids have to go through for that whole year? What's a better investment? No, I mean no doubt about that. I, I guess, and then this is what I would ask. Mm-hmm. So, in that concept, because this is true, this is this is interesting to me. So. I, you know, because I mean, it's fucking great if you give everybody insurance. You know, every, everybody's covered. You know, every, there's no worried it's, about. Yeah, it's really so simple. I, I guess the real thing would be, I guess the way I, you know, I, I guess I put it mm-hmm. is how. So let's just say the taxes went up. Yep. Right for that. Yeah. How much would it go up, and who would get the harder burden of that tax payout? Because keep it in mind, there. Well, I mean, once again. Statistically speaking, the highest margin of usage of the medical system is for the elder folks. Is for the elder and for the poor. Yep, but that's the way it works now with your insurance because you're going to pool. Right. Well, your your insurance rate right. is, is higher when you're younger. No, I, I get that part. So I, I'm just or lower when you're younger and goes I, up. I want to put it in a generic standpoint yeah. though. Also, pre-existing conditions was a thing, and it's still and they're trying to bring it back. Pre-existing fuckers. There you go. Pre-existing is another one. Fuckers. So to that extent. Right, because because look, man, I, at the end of the day, man, we can always be rational about life, right? I, I we could all agree that life is important, but, but then also it, life is not rational. So well, I mean, but no, but it, 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 everybody a, has a rational a, approach to it. Yes. But look, everybody has a definition of what life is to them, and how you know where where does life start, where does life end, how important life is, or whatever the hell it is, right? Yeah. I mean, because I guarantee you, somebody that's telling me that you know, oh, you know, you gotta you gotta save the old man. That prob- that same person will probably say, "Oh, but you got to kill the fucking eight month baby in the stomach." You know, I mean, wait, they, they, wait a minute, what are you doing? It's a fucking wild shit. That, that's what I'm trying to tell you. There's there's extremes on each side, of so course. that's why I don't jump in the realms of that shit in general. But frankly, I look at it from the realistic perspective, which is the main reason why most people, mm-hmm. right have arguments about it or that, you know, because I've never had arguments about it. This is the first time I really just ask and just generically just yeah. kind of, you know, pick and, pick well, and say shit, right? It's, 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 this is good because I can already, I can see what you've been, what has been, what you've been influenced by knowledge-wise, what the media has put forth and information. I never did gathered. research. No, no I was I'm not saying, lie, yeah. you're, 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 you're blank, you're a blank slate of like whatever um, information has stuck to you that has been given to you. Yeah. Right? And, and that's and why what's I don't, been, What's been given to you? Is it, reality is it falsehoods is it propaganda is yeah it all that stuff and the thing about it is and, and i don't take it as fact that's yeah. why when, when i bring it up i just kind of you know i generically pick and choose like okay well yeah let me let me get some more right yeah and uh so in, in that perspective so let's mm-hmm. just say i guess like i said the biggest issue that i see that most people have would have with it yeah is the same kind of concept that i brought up a little bit earlier mm-hmm. where i'm already upset where most people like myself where are upset where i'm paying so much more than the average person 
You're and not, I, though. That's, well, the hypothetical. I mean, when, when you say you're not, see, look. I, you're I, not I, paying more. You're paying what you. You're paying what the government has decided, it, it, which is which theoretically is, a little what, bit more than others. So look, it's not though. It's you, here's a flip. You're paying the percentage that you are that you owe to the government. Right. And that's all year. The dollar value is is different, but the percentages should be the same. Percent. Okay. So so is is it weird or is it normal to have to pay all year and still pay in the end? No, it's very common. Very common, right? It's also very common to get money back, depending on how many uh, how many deductibles you had. Did you have a kid that year? Did you, like those are the kind of things that the government's like. I, mean, hey, I, I, hey, I got two did, kids. You, I never got nothing back. But that's but I mean, <laughs> you can't use yourself as an example. Well, there's a lot of me out there, so I can't. That's a problem. You can't use your example as a standard. No, 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 not as a standard. You're right, not as a standard. And, what I'm saying is, and that's your, why your experience. If if you and I did our taxes together, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised to know that we paid the same percentage. You you so, can you can deduct your kids. I no, can't. I don't have kids to deduct. Oh no no I know I know. So so the, the percentage is the same based on what we do. So in so our the part so yeah I know. So the part that I want you to understand mm-hmm. is basically I want you to just look at the outside of the room. See, the thing is that we understand taxes, but I'm not having this conversation with you as if we understand taxes. I'm having this conversation with you as in, in a general perspective. The majority of people they don't know shit about taxes because no one's taught them. Well, and that's my point. Remember, uh, we're teaching now. Well, that? there you go. Because yeah. remember, at the beginning of this whole thing, I, yeah. I basically said that there's a lot of people out there that choose not to learn how to fish. Yes. So at the end of the day, it's people like us that get upset with these motherfuckers yeah. because they're not doing what they should well, be doing. Well, I, I guess out of the system, I don't necessarily blame the individual. Well, you have to. I mean, you, you have to have some type of responsibility, man. But I mean, you just can't thing. blame it on the, the resp- system. The responsibility only falls on you when you know about it. So I can't blame you for uh, uh, driving your car shitty, right? If you'd never driven a car before, at first I, I would expect you to not drive a car well when you've never had know what a will, car is. I'll accept that. So the re- the the responsibility. For, I'll falls, accept it for one year. The, re- the <laughs> I'll the accept respons- that response for one responsibility year. Responsibility falls on the individual years. when the individual has enough knowledge to be aware of the responsibility that they're bestowed upon them. Well, that's the only problem. I mean. It, it, there's a lot of people that know this shit and they still don't know any better. They don't they, do anything. They may be misinformed. They may have... They, there is the, the crew that's like disregarding their responsibility for whatever reasons. But that, I would say... Is it a responsibility in itself? But here's... No, here's what I'm... Here's my... In that is the um, percentage of people that fall in the category of like, I know better, but I don't give a fuck is pretty small. I don't know, man. It seems like a lot. Well, you, that's just your friends. I can't help you there. <laughs> no, I wish it was, man. I mean, I, I probably have something to talk about. <laughs> no, you know, but I guess, uh, you know. It's just the, your, your window into life may see more of that than, than, than exists. Know, but, but I would say that that's the, that narrow scope of people that have full awareness of the responsibility that they carry mm-hmm. and disregard it in, at its face, they are probably doing it because of bad reasoning. And and I would agree, you know, not because but, they're stupid or they, well, they, I, look, I, I wouldn't say stupid, but I, I, I just I don't know, man. I mean, I, I've always felt that the, the human brain is is one of the fucking features of I mean, it's it's just, it's the most impeccable thing we have. But it's fucking stupid. It's terrible. Well, I mean, the brain, the brain is like we think of it as a the, the best. It literally is it, us. So we think a, very highly of a, it. You know, it, it's a sponge, is what it is. You know, the, the the only thing about it is that. But it's terrible at that job in most cases. Well, but then again, it can be. It can, it, it can do great things, but as it a depends whole, on the person. Man. Kind of shitty. It depends on the person. 
But I mean, the, the we're so easily tricked by things. I mean, that, that, that's what's called you an illusion. I mean? No, but it's like fucking Houdinis, bro. They they exist out there with words. But that's what I'm saying is is we are we are like, I mean, it falls back to the whole multicult culture thing is is we're so easily programmed that marketing is literally the job of marketing is to convince people propaganda. It's manipulation. It's all it is. You know, buy this thing because you'll be a better person for it. I was having a conversation with somebody, literally at work, mm-hmm. about subliminal messaging. Yeah. I told them, subliminal messaging is one of those things that personally... I'm going to drop a name again when I always drop it on this podcast. Do Dar- it. Darren Brown. I've said it, D- I said Dar- it yeah, you had, 67,000 yeah. <laughs> times. <laughs> but, but with good reasoning. Yeah. Subliminal messaging is, is one of those things that, you know, some can take it in a negative fashion... Some can take it in a positive fashion, whatever it may be. But the thing about it is that in the end, you know, I find subliminal messaging so fucking unique, man. It's fascinating stuff. If you can find a way Mm -hmm. to show me a picture of a sunset, Mm -hmm. right? But at the back of my head, I'm thinking, pussy, how the fuck did you do that? Well, that's not hard with you. Well, <laughs> God that's, bless America. That's, you, but, got, you got that backwards. The sunset in the back, the pussy's in the front. Right. But Hashtag pussy in the front. Hashtag pussy in the front. Hey, hey, that, that might be it. <laughs> that this might be it. Guy. That might be it. Dude. How long did it take us to talk about pussy uh, <laughs> on this fucking show? But, you know, it, it's one of those things where it, it's just amazing. I, I just love the influence that... You love it, or you yeah. love the uh, the concept of it, well, the I, manipulability I, no, of human mind. Yeah, I, I love that idea. Yeah, human mind's crazy. I, I'm fascinated because, by it. Because if you think about it, man, when, when when you really just start, if you just sit down by yourself, right, mm-hmm. and you start really just close your eyes, start thinking. Sounds dangerous. It, it it is, man. If you really do, it is so fucking insane, man. Yeah. The, the ideas you could pop up with, the concepts. I mean, can you like, you know, I forgot who it was, man, but they were giving an example that. You know, uh, it was a guy from India. You know, he says, if you can make yourself believe something, you know, in, in, a, in a span of like being within like, in a, you know, a fucking small room. But if you just get yourself and you put that mindset to yourself and you can, I mean, you can make yourself high, right? You can put yourself like on, on that kind I'm of gonna, bullshit. I'm going to make yourself believe something is not something I would agree to. Well, no, no, not, not, not to say believe. No, no, I don't want, I don't want to use the word believe. I mean, focus on a concept of some kind or no, my, my thing would be this. What are you talking about? Building your own illusion. Okay. Oh, you can trick yourself into the like, yeah, shit easy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so tell, my thing is fascinating. Lie, you tell a lie enough, you'll believe it. Well, not, not even that. I mean, that's just, that's, that's repetition to yourself. I'm talking about like, if you just relax for a second, right. Mm-hmm. And you just close your eyes. You just imagine, you, you imagine, being on a beach, on a sunset, whatever it may be. Sure. The mind is so powerful that if you can focus on it enough, you can make yourself think that you're actually there and you can actually provide yourself some form of real relaxation I, I would say temporarily. You can, you, I, I wouldn't say you can think that you're there because that means you have to believe you're there. I would well, say you can you can put yourself in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a state of mind that's relaxing. Which is an illusion. Which That's well, my thought. Well, the idea of like, it's not an illusion if, if you're... If you're giving yourself the, if you're focusing on being at a beach and remembering what it was like to be at a beach, right? Because well, you, you, you can do this. You can say, let's say you've never been to a beach before. You didn't know what a beach was. Oh, that's different. And, and I go, sit, sit and think about a beach and then tell me how you feel. Yeah. No, you wouldn't know. Shit. What you're doing in that scenario is you're thinking of the time you were at a beach and how relaxing it was. Mm-hmm. That is triggering synapses in your brain that are giving 
your uh, um, your brain, the dopamine your, your and cortex, and the fucking the medulla oblongata. <laughs> we got scientific here. My mama here. says. Um, <laughs> my medulla, mama said. Medulla oblongata. Uh, it's the, it, it triggers it triggers endorphins. It triggers, Kentucky Fried yeah. Chicken, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tell your mama. <laughs> oh man, that was a good um, fucking movie. I love that movie. Um, but no, it's 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 your your memories will trigger uh, euphoria that you are basically you're feeling because you remember it. So that's just a memory recall. But yeah, but but you can literally like th- th- but that, you can do that. And that's that's the amazing part of yeah. the brain is that your brain works in that kind of because one it, of the features of it. Yeah, because because like I said, I, I feel it to be like an illusion of of some sort because it's not real. It's well, not it, is, real. it is real because the memory is real. Well, the. The memory was real, but the moment of that particular scenario, yeah. I mean, the moment you open your eyes, oh shit, man, that was f- like you just got you just man, the fucking brain is so fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, you can like there, there's, there, I mean, one of my favorite things is uh, is that the topic of souls. Like, do you, what is a soul? Do you have one? Blah blah blah. blah. Uh-huh. Most people tie soul to consciousness, and consciousness to personality, right? Yeah, that's so, true. Uh-huh. Uh, what's what's cool is uh, in, in in theology terms, the soul is one of the most dead concepts in all of theology. Like even like religious people don't like to talk about souls because it's there's nothing really there scientifically. Um, because what can happen is there's the frontal brain injuries that can happen, and they affect your personality, right? Mm-hmm. So you could wake up after a car crash, and your personality is completely different. Like you could be you know you could be a dog lover, and then the next thing you love cats, right? You could have... I uh, hate cats, man. I know don't, you do. Don't We've do already it. talked about this. Don't do it. So don't get in a car crash and hit your frontal oh, cortex. fuck. Um, <laughs> but you can wake up and have a completely different personality. You could be a very charitable person and in a car crash, and then you're stingy and you don't want to, you know... These, yeah. things, these, are, these things are tested over and over again. So the idea of a soul is, well, which one is it? Right? Which, which one are you if your brain has a, a traumatic injury and it changes? So... The idea of, of, you know, a soul living on. Well, which one lived on? Is it the one before the car crash or after? Then there's there, there's split personalities. Well, which one is it? There's um, the idea of... It's called uh, bipolar. Well, <laughs> bipolar is different. But, <laughs> but that's... I, I've, I have some friends that are bipolar and... Whew, um, hey, you still love them, though. Yeah, no, they, it's, 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 it's a mental illness, distance. unfortunately. And, and, and it's, it's one of those things that's hard, harder to deal with. But um, at the end of the day, the... I love talking about this stuff because, is I I obviously but at this point anyone who's listened to the show with me on it before has, has gone come to the realization I'm a fucking nerd when it comes to dumb shit. Um, but I, I don't think it's dumb, but I also find it interesting. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's you if you look for knowledge and you're a knowledge seeking person, is when I look for when I find this information about souls, I'm like, oh, I never thought about that because I was raised, you know, that souls go to heaven and. And they leave the body, and people have these uh, these after death experiences and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Well, after death experiences are kind of bullshit because if you think about it, if you're dead, dead is dead. Like you don't come back from death. You can come back from almost death, mm-hmm. right? So a near death experience. What about clinically death? Clinical dead is not the same thing because there's people who have died eight minutes, quote unquote, clinically survived. And woke up on their own with no medical and in, 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 their their alive. What was that? Saved by the Bell. Clinically dead. Well, Saved by the Bell. Well, we ah. I love Saved by the Bell. Uh, it's a great show. Um, actually, have you seen have you seen uh, Zach Morris's trash on YouTube? Nah. Anyone that has time, go to Zach Morris's trash on YouTube. 
It is literally, the, it breaks down each episode and talks about how fucking shitty of a person Zach Morris is. <laughs> like, every episode that you watch, the way it's told, like, here, the, here's the opening of the story. Here's the middle of the story. Here's the end of the story. It's all about Zach being a selfish piece of shit, treating other people's and his friends, manipulating them, and being a fuckhead the entire show. But he's the, he's the main character, and you're, like, you're with him, and you're on his side. Like, he, he does tricks to building. He what does is tricks it, um, to his, uh, he, he gets his friends to do his homework for him. Subliminal message, man. That's what the fucking thing is. <laughs> I love it. Subliminally yeah. set up. Zach Morris you. is trash. Do yourself a favor. It's, it's highly I entertaining. I will do myself that favor. Yeah. But subliminal messaging is, is, is a trip because that's what marketing is. It's literally like, like have, how many times have you gone to the store and all the little trinkets and shit is at the crash register and you'd be like, oh, I didn't get one of those. You know what, man? I'm the worst person for that shit. Well, everyone is. It's because it's human nature to do that. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm the worst person at that shit. As far as like, I don't, I don't pay attention to it. Like, I, I just, I don't get suckered into that kind of shit. Yeah. Here, you know what? Here's my biggest thing. What I get suckered into, mm-hmm. right? What's your, what are you the biggest sucker on? The, uh, you know what, man? I'm the biggest sucker on like I mean, it's things. Amazon. I can't like, uh, yeah, you know, what? I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with Amazon. Oh, you're lucky. I don't. Um, well, it's part of my livelihood, so I can't help it. Yeah, no, man. Look. If if it comes down to it, there's maybe just a ha- yeah, there's a handful of things that I'll probably say that if I'm put in the position, I'm mm-hmm. a sucker for. Okay. Uh, one of them being, let's say, uh, like food, right? Food's an easy one, yeah. So food, basically, but it's specific food. Okay. Right. So like, if you tell me one day, hey man, let's go get a cheeseburger, yeah. right? All right, my mind tells me already, ten bucks. Yeah. Automatic. Anything more than ten bucks, I'm like, oh, this cheeseburger better be something else. <laughs> you better get like the some, like, some guacamole on yeah, it. Yeah, it better have some bacon. I mean, it better yeah, have some it bullshit. Better be, right? it be juiced up. So that's that, right? So all right, cool. Yeah. So be it. That slides in. But then, if you tell me, hey man, we're gonna go get some lobster and some filet mignon. Mm-hmm. No number comes no, to my no, mind. No number. No number comes You'll to my mind. Whatever it is, I'm just like, oh, I'm there. Yeah, let's show up. You see, that, that, that's a weakness there, sure. you know, for that kind of stuff. Uh, another thing that I do have a weakness for, man, is just, uh, you know. Strip clubs. It's, uh, <laughs> you, hey, you know what, man? I, I, I could probably tell you this much, man. I don't think I've spent, you know, as much on a, in, in a strip club, man, than, mm. than, than the, of, what, of what most people would think. I don't, I don't really go to strip clubs often. I, probably, I can probably tell you, I can probably tell you that in, in my lifetime, yeah. maybe about five times. Really? Yeah, not so many. Yeah, I used to live in Vegas, and I have, I have, and I have personally have friends that are dancers, and I rarely go. It's um, weird, right? But I when mean, I go, I don't spend any money because I'm friends with them. So it's, <laughs> it's like, like I get girls sitting on my lap that I don't pay. See, that, I'll, I'll, I'll give them something, but I'm like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not proactive. Like, like getting you're not girls searching money. for like, hey, come over here, let me pay you. Yeah, if they do a dance on the table next to us, like we were, uh, my friend had a birthday party, and we were at uh, I can't remember the name of the place, but um, <laughs> free promotion. Um, but nice. I got like more than no name. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, we went there for her birthday, and so it, it was a bunch of us. Like we all got there. We had this big table set up, and they all like they when they weren't dancing, they were just hanging out with us because we were a fun group to be with, right? Right. So it's just literally a bunch of me and a bunch of dancers and a bunch of other girls and guys and stuff. We're just hanging out, having a good time. And I sitting there, I'm just chatting shit up with one of them. We're talking about something that happened earlier in the day in the news or something. Yeah. Like, and so like for them, it's like like their job is. But when you can have fun at your job. It and just talk, goes and by. And talk to a cool, ch- cool guy or girl, whatever it is. Yeah. Like for them, like they like that. 
they, they, they'll sit and hang out with you, and oh, I gotta go to work. I'll be right back. And yeah, then no. go do a dance, and then come back, and they come hey, back to you and hang out. Real with you. fucking shit, dude. Yeah. Look, I, I can give you a strong. I can give you a real example of that. Yeah. So there was a, there was this one night, man, and and it's funny, man, because like uh, you know, because uh, me and I we, we laugh about this. Because, like I said, I haven't, I, you know, I don't do strip clubs like that, not yeah. that often, yeah. you know. So I, I have. I also have frugal, so I don't like to waste my money and going to. You see, yeah, you know. So I'm just like, okay, well, all right, you know, you can. I have very few stories for strip clubs themselves, yeah. right? But it always kind of leans over to one particular one, man. Because like using the same example you just yeah. explained, you know, we went to this one strip club, you know, where, where I met this chick, which I'm still in communication with her, by the way, you know, cool ass chick. But the the thing about it was that, you know, same concept, mm-hmm. you know, cool conversation, just had a good time. Yeah. Like, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, they're just chilling with you, sitting on your lap, doing whatever, having a good, just decent conversation with you. Yeah. And like you said, it's almost like when they call their fucking name at the yeah. little thing, like, you know, oh, I go like, uh, what was it? There was this other strip joint that we had, uh, that me and Tuss went to, man. It was... Uh, uh, we, Up we, next is Tina. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, no, it, it was fun. It would be like, uh, uh, what is it? Marisol on standby. Marisol. Yeah. Marisol on standby. Yeah. And then, like, we just start fucking rolling. Like, oh, here comes Marisol. But um, that was a different occasion, though. But but this one, like I said, it, it was like they would call her up. She'd go do a dance and then come back, relax. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it's so true, man, because when you do that kind of shit, you have fun. Well, you enjoy yourself. There is, a, there is a, uh, a manipulation happening there at the same time. Oh, yeah. Because what they're trying to do is get you to hang out with them and then VIP it. Which is what they want to have happen. Is is, is it awkward that you know what that night? Mm-hmm. I went straight to the VIP. Yeah, I got out the way. Yeah, I was like, she starts giving me a tour. Yeah, this is this, mm-hmm. this is that, this is this, this is that. I was like, okay, you know. So she now she's taking me to like a little table to just sit sure, down. Sure, give me some time to think. Yeah, I ain't ah, thinking. Let's go. Let's go over there. Yeah, take oh VIP. Yeah, the fuck did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we we'll go there. And, you know, awkwardly enough, like, um, like you know, like I said, I, I didn't spend as much as, like, yeah, I, I, I mean, just don't there, spend there, like that, there's, man. There's people who go go crazy because it's almost like it's the environment of. Have you ever been to uh, um, Jumbo's Clown Room? <laughs> it's the greatest name of, of, of a joint in my, in, 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 my, in my bank of joints. There's, wait, a, wait. there's a place called Jumbo's wait. Clown Room. He, wait, re- re- repeat that one more time. I want you to make sure that I, I need to make sure that everybody I, hears this one. There's a place in Los Angeles who, where this is this used to be our tradition when I first got out to LA. Okay, is on Thanksgiving, everyone would eat dinner and we all go to Jumbo's Clown Room. <laughs> it gets me every time. Yeah, it's the best name ever. <laughs> Jumbo's um, Clown Room. And what it is is it's a tiny little hole in the wall dive bar. That's Jumbo's literally it's, it's like it's like it's like see. twice the size of this room. It's not big at all. Right. Okay. And they don't there's no nudity whatsoever. So it's not an actual it is a strip club, but there's no nudity in it. So it's just a bar with girls dance. It, okay? Yeah, it's because they have bru- they have booze. They have, That's why. They have they have booze and they sell drinks and stuff. Gotcha. Um, but they have a big pole and the, the it's like this um, uh, little alleyway, a little uh, walkway, and then it's a, a, a circle, half circle, and there's a pole in the middle. Well, these are where people with the skills of dancing on a pole make their money. They don't go to strip clubs and do it. They go to places like this and do it because they don't have to get naked. So if that's not something they're into, or they can do it as like a you know second gig or something. Okay. But um, it's just it's just a dan- pole dancing aerobatics is all it is, right? So they do the whole strip tease thing, but they never get fully nude. 
But you know, they do they do shit on a pole that you will blow your fucking mind. Dude, you know what? on the ceiling. Um, That's talented and all, yeah, man. it's crazy. But you know what? There was a place called it's Fantasy fun. Island back in the day, yeah. right? It was called Fantasy Island in Culver City or, or, or Los Angeles, Mid-City. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is that Fantasy Island, I remember it was me and uh, I ended up going with two managers that I was working with at the time, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, one of them was uh, from... Uh, what was it? I think it was Persian. Yeah, one was Persian and the other one was fucking uh it was Mexican. Okay. Right? Or or was it mutt? I don't know. He had different shit in them. I have a feeling it's not important. It, it's not, <laughs> okay. you know. Fuck it. But to get two, to the two point homies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get to the fucking point straightforward, we end up going. They made a recommendation. Mm-hmm. We stopped by the bank, you know, I withdrew a thousand dollars and we just fucking went. I was like, you know what, fuck it, we can have a good time. So we get there, you know, and all we see is like, you know, they're they're, they're like in G strings or whatever, but they're sure. dancing or whatever. But no one's, yeah, you, no, no, one's, no, no one's getting negative, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, a couple broads come out, you know, some good looking broads, and all of a sudden they're doing some dancing. And then, you know, while they're dancing or whatever, you know, they see that nothing's happening, mm-hmm. so they get closer to the people that they're looking around, making yeah. sure that nobody's looking. And then they start, you know, they pop a nipple, put it back. Mm-hmm. You know, they they move the little panty and then put it back. You know, just be like, oh, you know, we can't do this, but, you know, for you. Like, sure, bitch, sure, sure. get the fuck away from me, man. Like, That's funny. You know, it's fucking hilarious, right? Yeah. So the thing was that it, and it was so f- what was funnier about this location was that I swear to you, because it was the type of place that it was, yeah. it wasn't making any fucking money. Oh. It wasn't making any money. So Jumbos, was, Jumbos has been around for fucking ever. These broads, what they started doing after mm-hmm. was that, you know, they, they came up after, man. And we were drunk as shit already, man. I mean, we weren't even taking these offers anyway. Yeah. But these chicks would come up after and be like, hey, man, for 270 bucks, we go back to the back and we do whatever the hell you want. But like, oh, shit. We're like, wait. I thought you guys can't, can't even show some skin and you guys are yeah, fucking yeah. offering like the sure, whole sure, shebang. Sure, sure, the sure. fuck is wrong with this place? Well, that's right. probably the gig. Yeah, yeah. And then they got shut down for like almost two years. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. What's funny about Jumbos is if the, girls, <laughs> the girl feels like she's not getting enough money. Like there's one girl, this Asian lady. She was fucking like super, super pissed one night. Um, and oh, and you she, can tell when they're pissed. Oh, she was. Their eyes close up. No, what they'll do is they'll just stand on the pole like this. And then every once in a while they'll take their heel and they'll slam it on the floor. What the fuck? Just to get everyone's attention because it's a snap, right? Okay. And so everyone's now looking at her. And then she'll start dancing again. And if she doesn't get any money, she'll stomp again. Do the whole, it's a whole, whole production. What the fuck? Because. Would you tip that? I wouldn't tip that bitch for shit. Well, this is the thing is is if the, if they're dancing and not getting money, they're working for free in their mind. So they're like, listen, pay attention because because what happens is is people are gonna get in side conversations and stuff like that because it's you're you know it's it's a show, but you're also with your friends and there's people around you. Yeah. So if not enough people are paying attention, because it can happen. And if you're if you're at the at the bar, they call it yeah. right, right in the front. If you're not giving money, then what? Then you need to get up so someone else can sit there. Right, so they have this whole like situation worked out. They they have this kind of like yeah. uh, Bangkok shit figured yeah, out. Yeah, well, they have to figure. They, I mean, I, I get it because if, if don't go to the front bar if you're not going to tip tip them. Like you're you're there like your front row seats. You got to pay more. You know what I mean? So man, that reminds me of some shit, man. I remember there was some, there, there was this thing that uh, that that I was told about that like if you're in Thailand, right, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of hovering around, you know, all of a sudden some girls go, you know, they go up to you and say, hey, you want to have a drink or whatever the hell. Sure. You say, yeah, sure. Some nice looking broads. You mm-hmm. go have a drink. Next thing you know, you buy them drinks and shit. You buy yourself drinks. 
your drink probably costed about, let's say, you know, I mean, in U.S. dollars, let's say it costed a buck. Yeah. But then you're paying 15 bucks for their drinks. Sure. And you're trying to figure out why the fuck and they won't let you go. Yeah. Because you already bought them five drinks. The situation. <laughs> like, it's a kind of bullshit, man. It's like they, they fucking, mm-hmm. they, they lure you into this kind of crap. I don't like it. I don't know. Well, I could say the same thing about modern culture now and women oh. when you go to the bars and, you know, buy a girl a drink. You know, man, I, I, I don't do that at all. I, I've never been that guy either. I don't do it at all. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I used to be that guy. I used to be very friendly in that sense. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't do it for the whole smash bit because at the end of the day, I felt that I, I would just have to talk to them. Yeah. And just let them know what I'm about. And some of them go for it. Some of them don't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the, that's that's the name the of the odds. game. Yeah. yeah. But the thing was that, like, you know, there was – I had buddies that would go out and they would buy drinks like crazy, mm-hmm. right? They would spend about $150 in the nighttime just on drinks. And after that, they'd have they're to go pay for a hotel room. Them, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Next thing you know, the the night ends. Mm-hmm. They spent about, you know, 200 bucks in total with them in the drinks. Yeah. They end up spending another 200 bucks in a hotel. Yeah. And then, of course, basically, by the end of the, by the end of it all, you end up realizing that you, you drop 500 bucks. Another broad's gone. And then you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, call me a dumbass, but if I can still get the same result in a fucking motel for 60 bucks without buying a drink, and all yeah. I bought was my drinks and I spent 100 bucks on myself, yeah. as 160, I'm sold. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're doing better. And you know what? Let, let, me, let, me, let me just be frank for that, homie. You know what? You know, you christen the back of the fucking car regardless. I mean, you know, you don't need to have, you don't have to pay the 60 bucks, but if you choose to, it's entirely up to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know. That's an, that, that's if you're feeling if you're feeling like a change of scenery is in order. I mean, yeah, if you, if you feel very courteous and shit, sure. you know. But yeah, I've never I've never, I've never gone out by a hotel room route ever. I've no, been, I know I've, I've done that I plenty mean, of times. I've been, I've been out of town and been in hotel rooms, and that's you know. I also lived in Vegas, so it's usually in their hotel room. But no, I've done it plenty of times. Don't get me wrong. I I always feel that um, depending on the girl, you know. I mean, a, a hotel is a decent thing. I mean, if it, if it's a uh, if it's a decent chick that you feel yeah. it's pretty decent, well, usually like like I'm either my place is close by or their place is close by. It's because it's usually a local watering hole I'm in. I'm yeah. not in a. You know, one thing I never believed in, man. I, I guess for a very very long time, mm-hmm. and I'm back in that mentality, is that um, you don't even know where I live. Sure, not so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, usually, I, usually they're too drunk to remember anyway. Yeah, it's true. But then <laughs> they wake up a long night of drinking. Yeah, they, they, then they wake up, well, do the, the, still, the walk like, of oh, shame, and they're fucking like they're, they're, they're FaceTiming their friends, and like, oh, I know that street, and then next yeah. thing you know, like, oh my god, you remember that day? I, I'm in the point. I, I've never been in a, in a stage to ever care whether and if they know where I live or not. No, but, I did. Well, it's because you know what? I, I think mainly because I had my little girl at a very young age. Oh, okay. So my house was very sacred. You know, I, I wouldn't oh, just sure. want any random broad just showing sure, up to the house. Sure. You know. I usually had shitty roommates, so. No, so no, that, that, that'll be perfect. You know what? See, look, I think everything happens for a reason, man. I swear to you. If I would I have been a single motherfucker, right? Just a single dude. Yeah. No kids, no nothing. Yeah. These are hypotheticals. The grass is always greener, my friend. No, man. But it's very, it's very hypothetical. But I don't, I don't look at it in a positive way, man. No. I, I really believe that if my kids weren't in the mix and I was out and about, just doing Tearing what I do. Yeah. I feel like I would be a very bitter person. Interesting. I really do. So you think your children have humbled you in a, in a way? Or what? They've humbled me. I mean, personally, yeah. they've humbled me. But believe it or not, it's not really the humbling part. It's just the fact that I, I've learned to appreciate, you know, I guess 
Because I'm gonna be right. People, I mean, for those that know me, I do a lot of shit talking. You know, when it comes down to relationship, girls, stuff like that. You know, I have fun with it, right? Because like my experiences like the bluster. Yeah, you yeah. know, because I mean, I got factual shit to back it up, and you know, it's my own life experience. Like, fuck, right? But the key thing to all of it is. If I didn't have my kids, right? Let's mm-hmm. say if I was just rolling solo, I really feel that I wouldn't have that emotional attachment. I wouldn't have that sense of respect. I wouldn't have that sense of... To the girls? You know, um, I guess... How do, how, do I, how do I explain this? I don't know. <laughs> so, I wouldn't have that respect towards the girls, not in the sense that, oh, I would beat them and shit like that, or I would fucking treat them like dirt. Yeah. But I wouldn't have that emotional connection that would create friends amongst girls because there's a lot of girls that I talk to still that, that I mean they're friends with me yeah. and all that kind of shit. Well, I think you there's know? I think there's there's girls that are fr- you, you're friends with and there's girls you sleep with and the random few where it's both. Yeah, you know. But so, every fr- like to me, I, I treat every every individual individually. So yeah, yeah. very individual. Yeah, because I'll tell you that was when I treated very. Individual. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all these circumstances are different. Oh, well, we all have stories. You know, but but well, that, one of these days. but I don't know. I don't know. I just think that uh, it's hard to know that stuff. But they just the help. The, at the end of the day, I think you know, I, I'm not one that says uh, that things happen for a reason. I just think things happen and we deal with it and we move on. Um, any kind of reason you're going to find to it, you're, you're you're giving yourself justifications for something you can't justify. But if you want to see it that way, there's no harm from no foul. But um, when it comes to like choices you make when you were younger and then having them reflect now hindsight's always twenty twenty. of course so of course i like it these things were like oh if I, if I don't go back in time if you went back in time you do this exactly the same shit you were doing unless you had the knowledge of today which then that's not fair because then you would have done it differently because you had the knowledge that you had of the future and that's exactly why <laughs> then i would probably say see the only the only the only anomaly here would be the kids yeah you know, because without the kids, I think that they've 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 given me that ability to have more of a human connection. Sure. Because I mean, for those who know me from before, I'm, I, yeah, I was, I was I was always a pretty dick, man. I was like a. You were you know, a pretty dick. I was always said. a pretty fucking dick. You know, I, I, I was always I nice, would, nice I and shiny. Say, I would say, hey, pretty dick, how's it going? <laughs> but, nah, man, I, I I naturally I naturally always had a pretty fucked up uh, way of treating people. You know, I mean, where, uh, where do you think that came from? I, I don't know, actually, man. I really don't. Okay, I don't, I don't know if that that came. That's usually where that kind of stuff comes. No, from. you know what? It wasn't even that, man. It wasn't even that. I, I think it was just uh, or abandonment, or you know, it could be a lot of things that cause that. You know, I've, I've always thought about it. It never really was oh, you just because environment that you were into. Because I think one of the things that, that that did it for me, or it's because it, well, I guess I shouldn't say I treat everybody like shit, but I just had a I had a way. Of treating people like shit, mm. but like I don't, I, it's so weird. To, the, you were younger. Too Zach Morris trash. Uh-huh. There it is. Zach Morris. Zach trash. Morris is trash. I'm gonna find a little the the, 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 the Let, song they use is great. Go ahead. So there you go. Consider that Zach Morris is trash. Okay. Right. So that's pretty much the concept of which I probably fell under. You know that that I knew I was being a dick to motherfuckers. You know, but I was always trying to. Yeah, you know, I, I was always getting something out of it. Right, that, I'm gonna play the beginning so you can hear it. Let's you see. Hear the theme song. Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! I've heard this shit before. Yeah, it's Zach Morris. I know what this is. Oh shit! Okay. It's fucking great. Oh man, hey, that that thing is pretty fucking hilarious. Actually, yeah. you just brought me back to some yeah. like childhood shit. Is uh, you been the Saved by the Bell bar? 
Have I been to it? Yeah, there's a pop-up. My buddies work at it. It's, um, it's uh, It looks like uh, Max's. The, the Where's it at? Uh, I think it's on... Oh, uh, it's uh, it's in you know where Target is on the um Sunset and or uh, La Brea and uh, Fountain. Yeah. The Target, uh-huh. it's right there on that that's that on the the Fountain side. Why the fuck have I never yeah. known? There used to be a Verizon store right next to it. Yeah. How the hell did I ever it's know? It's right that? next door. It's been open for like a year, I'd say. Never knew that shit. Yeah, it's got the the lockers. And all the waitresses dress like the, they're from Max's. No shit. Yeah. They used to, they used to like, um, you know the pop-up they used to do for uh, Scum and Villainy Cantina, the Star Wars bar? Yeah, I know that. They, this is right around the same kind of time frame. Um, and then the cantina became a permanent establishment, and this one became a permanent establishment, too. I gotta give that one a look-see. Yeah. Oh, but, I, you know, I'm gonna start getting, like, all worked out and shit. I'm gonna fucking walk in. What was it AC Slater and shit? Uh-huh. Fucking cur- Jerry Curls and shit. I was, I was more of the screech. <laughs> I scre- oh, don't do it to yourself, man. Don't do it. I was the guy building robots and shit in my basement. Fuck. And you're still building. You yeah, said- I, I haven't stopped. <laughs> but now, now, now the screeches of the world run the joint. So. Oh shit. Oh anyway. man, I'll tell you. Anyway. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Another one in the bag. Another yeah, another one in the bag, man. I just don't know what to name it. Oh, you guys are going to do that naming thing, huh? It's because it always happens during what, the what show. You, what, I, what, did you, what did you name the last one? I, I wasn't here for the last one. Oh, that's right. Well, there's a See, cause normally multi, when, multi-cult. What, normally multi-cult when I'm here, culture. I just name it. There's something that always kind of in, that, that stands out. And for whatever given reason, hashtag. Zach Morris is trash? <laughs> no, what was it, man? Hashtag. Oh, uh, <laughs> what was it? A hashtag. Uh, front, uh, pussy in the front. Pussy in the front. <laughs> I mean, that might just that take might, the bag. That might be the one. I'm not sure. Holy shit! I don't know if you want. That's what you really want to call it, but hey, you know what? Not, not, not a whole lot of comparison between the whole thing. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll you're, figure you're it smart out. Smart kid, you, you, you'll get it. I'd like to think so. I definitely would. But overall, you know, uh, again, Nate. Coming in with my nonsense. I, appre- I appreciate you coming in and, you know, holding it down, you know, for uh, for my boy Ive. Yeah. Who's taking care of business right now. Yeah, buddy. You know, uh, once again, appreciate I really, it. I would really like to know how people, like, on the episodes I'm not on and the episodes I am on, what people think of, like, my... Because I'm sure, like, you guys talk about stuff that I I normally, like, if I come in and we're talking about something, usually I sidetrack the situation, I think. Or no, we, we, I mean, which is good. You know, I, th- I think that one of the things I love the most is the fact that, I mean, me personally, I'm adaptable. You yeah. know, I, I enjoy all kind well, of conversation. Yeah, you can talk about pretty much anything. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and I think that that's what intrigues us. So whenever you have someone that's passionate about something, mm-hmm. you just pick up on it. Some yeah. somebody comes in with that or whatnot, and, it, and it's always well, needed. I'm just, I, I think it may be. I don't know if I don't know if I am your audience. I don't know if I am for your audience. I don't know if that affects your audience. I don't know. This stuff, it, you know, once again, Listen, it, it, it interests me. Last I checked, yeah. is that there's a reason why it's called an audience. Sure. All right, sure. it's an, a, a lot of people doing audio, and we yeah. don't know who the fuck is listening. That's true. That's just it. You know, so, and, we, and we appreciate all you guys. You know, oh, so Nate's on. Click next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy talks about politics too much. Yeah. Oh man, hey, you know what? He's a guy who doesn't do it very often. You know? <laughs> yeah, I caught that. But uh, nah, man. You know what? Once again, thank you very much, man. Everybody who's listening to Good Rinse Pod. Yeah. Uh, you know, normally I would have my boy Ive go through all this fucking spill. He's always real good at doing the intro, outro bullshit. Um, 
So well, I can do it. Go follow uh, Goodrin's go. Pod on the old social medias. Uh, do you guys do Facebook or just Instagram? I think it's, I, I think it's Instagram. Instagram's the main. Um, you guys don't have a website or nothing? I don't know. Uh, I don't think I do either. See, that's, um, why I, that's why I have as good, good at this yeah. shit. You know? um, what's your uh, IG handle, as I call them? Uh, good Riddance Pod. No, do you not have a personal one, or do you not want, do you not want to put that out? What do you mean? Do you have like, your, your personal page? Do you not do... Oh, like my personal IG? Yeah, do you put that out there or no? Oh, no, it's, it's linked to it. Well, yeah, oh, okay. it's, well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, what is that? What is my personal one? I don't actually? know. So, uh, you can check out mine. It's uh, at Illuminate. That's um, I-L-L-U-M-I underscore Nate, Illuminate. Um, and then we talked about last time, but on uh, my skulls that I'm doing, um, trying to get this potential business off the ground. But you can check out my, uh, my new art project. It's called Skullscapes. Um, I do a lot of fun stuff with these uh, these little skulls that I I make, uh, so you can check that out. Also, um, do oh I got my movie I'm still working on, so that's uh, that's one to check out too. That's uh, at Forest for the Trees movie, so check that one out too. Look at that. There you go. There you go. Oh yeah, don't forget the skulls. Skulls. The fucking skulls. Uh, yeah, you know what is it? Uh, so it's it's I just read it right here. J Espinal fifty seven. There you go. All right, good riddance pod. Uh, make sure you follow us. Share that shit. It's uh, you know there's iCloud. There's um, the iTunes one. I, oh, there's the iTunes is not, not not iCloud. Don't go to iCloud. <laughs> yeah, I mean iCloud. You see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> iTunes. Uh, hey, look, hey, I look. This goes to show you, man. Right? We need you for this intro outro stuff, man. Because I'm not good. I'm not we good did, for we this. We just need to have him like record a recording. <laughs> yeah, just the intro outro. That's yeah, about just send it. Send us a text. So. Um, uh, you can also do uh, SoundCloud. I think that's one of your thing you know. Yeah, SoundCloud. You SoundCloud. got the SoundCloud, you got the iTunes, all that kind of good yeah. stuff. But tune in, check in. You know, uh, once again, appreciate you guys. Over and out. Pieces.